Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. everybody ben and woods 97.3 the fan six o'clock came a little early today felt like it uh, crept up on us a little bit uh it's been a long week but a really really good week and uh couldn't do it without you guys thank you to all of you who are listening uh on your radio on your smart speaker on the odyssey app uh if you're watching on youtube thank you so much i uh, really appreciate all your support in that semi-new medium for us been at it about a year i think we started it last spring training so um, that community's grown a ton. So thank you very much. Just really appreciate you being here. There's a lot of choices in the morning, and a lot of you guys make us your first choice and your only choice. So we really, really appreciate it. Uh, happy Friday to you, everybody. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel, the executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Uh, now, you said 6 <coughs> o'clock crept up on us quickly this morning. Yeah, I did. Are we still uh, dealing with the... Time difference no. from Arizona. No, I just got a, uh, I slept so well last night. I just got a bit of a late start. I also had to get gas. God, yeah. it's such a bad, bad planning move uh, yesterday. And had to get gas this morning. So I didn't get my full 
time to settle in and do all the things I normally do. So it's fine. It's fine. It's a Friday show. It's going to be loose. Uh, it always is. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor who is dressed to the nines today. Got a big luncheon. Usually I'm dressed to about the twos. You're usually about the th- I'd say threes, three and a half. Uh, you're dressed to the nines today. Thank you. you got a button down on, uh, a, a blue button down. You look very sharp, and uh, you'll be hosting the Spirit of the Barrio Awards today. <laughs> Lunch award? Are they awards? It's a uh, luncheon. A the luncheon. Spirit of the Barrio luncheon. I've never liked the word luncheon. Luncheon. I luncheon. thought you were going to say barrio and we were going to get in trouble. No, I love, love the word barrio. <laughs> I can't stand the word luncheon. Would you guys like to come to a luncheon? I just, I never liked it. What about luncheonette? Like no. Lunch counter? No. 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 Just, just lunch. Yeah. You're just, okay with just lunch? Yeah. I'm hosting a lunch. Ho- I'm not really hosting a lunch. I don't provide the food in any way. Now that so would be an experience. I've got to cater the whole thing Just for make everybody. grilled cheeses for everyone? No, a tamales is always the same menu every single time. Okay. It's tamales for lunch. Said they were going to have close to 400 people. Good so. God, I'm man. Nervous I, mean, I would be, too. Yeah. I would be, too. That's a lot of people, my friend. And uh, do you have a script yet? I have a email that says my script is coming shortly, but I have not actually seen said script. So maybe I'll be winging it today. We'll that see. is the uh, that is one of the more nerve wracking things about emceeing any event is the script and going through it. And you know the other thing I've realized we, we both emceed things a hundred times. I mean, I, so many times in my in my career in radio, emceed a ton of stuff. You do realize once you're up there. Nope, they don't, you don't want, nobody wants to hear from 15 guest speakers, and you want to try to keep it short, and I've been at some where I'm like, and then, blah, 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 and you're just like, I'm losing these people, I'm losing them, and then they say, well, be yourself, but don't miss things in the script either. It's very, it's it's difficult. It's difficult. I will be emceeing uh, opening day at RP Little League I tomorrow. I love it. I love it. And uh, all I have to do, it's a that's a show and go kind of a thing. That's good. They give me the script, yep. uh, a couple people to introduce, and then it's the parade of Little League teams, and I will be reading off every name of every player oh. on every team. <laughs> no way. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot. That's that's got to be a it's, few hundred kids, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's easy. It's just like you'll stumble across a name. You're like, oh god, how do I pronounce that last name? Jackson Arnold. Jackson. G- it's going to be Jackson. Braylon. Caden. <laughs> Micah. It's, I mean, you should see. That. I, I did this last year, and I went ahead of time, and I was like, okay. I already know that this person who's like the vice president of the Little League, no idea how to say his name. I'm like, write it phonetically. Help me out here. I uh, had a, I had a, at last, at the last Seals game I worked, um, there we do a, a hero of the game. And it was a little kid that had uh, beaten cancer, but he had this very, very, very difficult to pronounce cancer. And I noticed it in the script. I went to Google. I had the pronunciation. I had, and I wrote down phonetically when the time came to say it. I literally was like, and uh, suffered from it. And I just I just mumbled it because I knew I was going to butcher it. And I did not want to do that. Um, so, yeah, man, I got I got seals tomorrow night. Uh, we all have seals. We tomorrow all night. have seals tomorrow night. This is going to be an interesting one, guys. If you are <coughs> if you're uh, you don't have any plans tomorrow night.
Number one, Seals games are exceptionally fun. They're so fun, and the team is really, really good. Uh, the halftime show is going to be elite. We're going to have a whole section of uh, of Tier 1s there, giving away, I think we gave away 40 tickets or so. Uh, the other shows are helping us do that. But you can go get tickets at sealslax.com. And uh, at halftime, you're going to see our own Ben Higgins in full NLL goalie gear with the stick, the helmet, the whole thing. And uh, we're going to like ha- catcher's gear on steroids. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's so big. Um, and you're going to play goalie at halftime. And I think we're going to get some tier ones down there to pepper some shots at you and see how you do. Now, you're confident in your abilities. You said you're fairly flexible. I'm not. I, I mean, I'm not. I've never done it before. Right. So I'm not expecting to be great. But there's always the possibility that this was my calling. calling and, and I, I never it. knew about it. Yeah. And, like, I'll get in there and I'll go. This is what I was actually born to do. Like you hone in and it, the, everything slows down for you. Right. And you got the gear, so you feel safe and cozy in there. Be, you know, Boom. I'll be deflecting you and catching and moving. Yeah. And this is like, I mean, I have decent hand-eye coordination. Sure. Uh, you know, so, and I, I'm a big enough guy that I feel like I'll take up. Those goals aren't, they aren't that large. So I feel like I'll, I'll block a lot of the goal just with my size. And the pads. And the pads. And the yeah, pads. The so. extra, the extra area. The pads take up, so I feel like I've got a good shot at uh, at keeping that ball out of the net. Which would be amazing. That would be amazing. Uh, I'm just excited to see you in the gear. And I'll truth be told, like, this isn't a bit to, like, make fun of Ben. I'm insanely jealous. I've always wanted to put the gear on, and I've never had a chance to. Uh, I've gotten to go down and, and throw on the field a little bit before, but I've never gotten a chance to put the gear on. So if you're... If you got nothing to do tomorrow night and you want to come see a really good game uh, with some guys that play really hard, a very high paced or uh, yeah, high paced, a lot of action, come on down to the game at Pachanga Arena. Uh, it starts at seven. Sealslax.com. Plenty of tickets for you. Uh, go check them out. It's going to be one amazing. thing I am concerned about is the Nuts. visibility. Oh, because I've never the only mask yes. I've ever worn really doesn't have any visibility at all. Which was what? Uh, it was the gimp mask, and <laughs> I could not see anything. So, and I know this one will I mean, have. I got the gimp mask if you want it. This one will have eye slots of some sort where you can see out, but I can't imagine that you've got great peripheral vision. I don't think it's too with bad. A mask in front of your face. I don't think it's too bad. Nobody's going to be trying to score on you from the sides. We're all going to be right in front. He's not going to want to mess his hair up. I wouldn't either. No, I'm definitely not messing my uh, hair up. I I think that you're going to do great. Well, well, all the shots will come from head on. So you're not going to have to be. No like, one's going to be trying to sneak from the behind. I, that, I, I was excited about the old you know, stop someone who's running around behind the net and maybe kind of reach back. And maybe because there's different ways you oh, can. You, really can't Paul, see you look good. Yeah, it's thing. it's poor visibility in that mask. It it's really is. Fair. You can't. I should start sleeping. Like if that, a catcher honest. wore that as a catcher's mask, there'd be a lot of pass balls. Uh, if you put this on before bed, you'd fall right asleep. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Brian wants to know where the best seats are, man. They're all pretty good. Um, I'd say lower. Not too low, not too high. Yeah, not too low, not too high. Middle, middle, lower level, middle is good. I like sitting on the, I get to be in the penalty box, so I'm right on the glass. But there are things I have to kind of crane my neck to see down the other end of the floor. A little too low for you sometimes. Yeah, I've got a monitor, so it helps, but you guys will not have a monitor. But come out. Uh, it's also uh, Every Children Matters Night, too, um, which is really the, the most important part of every it. Every Children Matters? I'm sorry, Every Child okay. Matters. <laughs> Not Every Children. <laughs> Jesus. Every Child Matters. <sighs> it's 
Like you said, it's just a rough morning already. A little bit slow. Slow moving. Such a rookie maneuver. It really is. To need to get gas on the way oh, to this just, job. And you know me. You've got to get it done the day before. The you know last me. thing you want to wake up and you oh, realize, yeah. I have to add a gas trip on my way to work. Got all the way down to 14 miles left, and I went, I got to get gas. So I did. Uh, but no, we'd love to see you guys out there tomorrow night. It should be a fun one. I love the fact that we get to hang a little bit tomorrow. Uh, I'll, of course, be in the box calling the game. And uh, you guys can be hanging with the tier ones until it's time to get you down on the field. Well, this isn't good. Uh, my mother just texted. She <laughs> says, I've been watching my nephew, Wes, play lacrosse for a couple of years now. And she says, I'm pretty worried for you. No, he probably plays outdoor. He does, yes. Okay, so those goalies have no pads. Yeah. Like no, like almost none. This is like hockey goalie plus pads. Oh, it's so big. It's so, text, the other her, players... text her a picture of an NLL goalie. Okay. Send her a bouquet because he's like... Yeah, I really wide. Him. I went to his that game. Yeah. He's the Canadian guy, yeah. like, huge guy. He's the huge guy. So he Kim, first of all, it's gonna be tier one shooting. I'm not gonna have Westberg out there ripping 140 mile an hour balls <laughs> at you. Uh it's gonna be tier one shooting. They may not know what they're doing, but uh we're just gonna get some shots on goal. I may take a couple rips, won't hurt you. Does you have a microphone? Can oh, you, I'll can have you a shoot mic with a mic. I can uh, put it on the ground for a sec. Okay. I'll hold it for a second. Paulie, hold it. Yeah, perfect. Paulie, you call the action. Yeah, I'm also going to be down. Paulie's going to be down with video. Paulie's going to be down there shooting video. It's going to be epic. So we hope to see you guys out there. What time does the game start? Uh, seven, seven o'clock. Seven. Okay. I would get there. You know, I'd get there six thirty or so. Yeah, yeah. Be there for the uh, the open. Hey, you get to watch your boy in action. Tomorrow I love night. watching you in it's action. It's going to be I love nuts. watching Woods in action. It's going to be nuts. Uh, excited for tomorrow night. So that's what we've got planned. I got T ball practice tonight. I got to tell you, the the T ball moms are very into very into multiple practices a week. And I, my wife keeps saying, I got. Um, are you? Were you ever very passive aggressive in my house the last two days? Hey, did you think you were ever gonna um, do a like a practice of any sort? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I'm looking for fields. There's no availability, as I've mentioned several, several dozen times. We don't. There's, they're fixing one field. There's other leagues that get priority because you know we hit off a tee, and we don't keep score. So we're kind of the the bottom of the barrel, babe. As I've mentioned, as I mentioned several times. Ooh, okay, because I've gotten four messages from four different moms all wondering when the practices are. Oh, okay, well, as I've mentioned to all of you guys, we have a, a field shortage, and I'm trying to get it done. And uh, Are you just not signing up soon enough? Like no. When the sign-ups open, they all, they all fill up, and by the time you get there, it's like there's nothing left. There's all They're all taken. The, the one field we used to practice on, they're redoing it. So I made special plans. We're going to go to the community park. Get practice in for the love of God, and I, you know, you wonder why these kids burn out on on t ball so early and, and baseball so early. It's because of well, t ball moms. I just said, listen, I had so let, yesterday I was driving home again because I got another message, and I told her I said, well, I'll be home soon. Let's go over some strategy for how we want to attack the game next week when we have our first game. Like, what do you think the optimal lineup should be? So if it was up to her, they'd be practicing five days a week. You know, the Padres are in Peoria right now. Yeah, Petco Park should be open. Should we try to pull some strings and see if we can get you some practice time out on that field? You know what? Dub just nailed it. They want they want me, they want me to be childcare for they want an hour of peace, and I, I understand that they want to come and they want to drop the kids off. All right, see you in an hour. 
and I'm the I'm the babysitter for an hour. They don't leave, do they? No, they hang out. But I mean, like, I think they bring a beach chair and a book, sipping on margaritas and stuff relax, off to the yeah. side and relax. You know how it goes. But they want me to. They want me. But to, you're doing all the. Yeah, I'm doing all the coaching, the entertaining of the children the entire time. That's exactly right. That, that's what they want. They want three to four practices a week. Not Exhaust because them a little bit, <laughs> they so they wear tired, out. Yeah. go to bed oh, early yeah. that night. It's it's a win win for parents. I'm talking. Yeah, we're talking about practice here, and we're talking about not a game. We're talking about. We're talking about T-ball. Not that's, a game. That's me. We're talking about T-ball. Practicing for something T-ball. where you don't keep score. T-ball. We're talking about T-ball. Not, not baseball. Not coach pitch. Not, not machine pitch. Not the game that I love. We're talking about T-ball. That's me to my wife yesterday. My, I'm sorry, my assistant coach and assistant manager. My wife. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we've got tonight. At, at 5 p.m., we're going to do a... Does she coach third as no, well? No, she doesn't. No, she sits over there and drinks margaritas with her friends, and I get to watch the kids. So, <laughs> that's what that is. But, <laughs> but we do have the home run derby tomorrow, so we got to practice for that. So we'll be out there uh, running around. It's going to be a very... You see a lot of home runs in T-ball. So they do. you got to hit it 60 feet as a home run. 60 feet. And the ground, on the ground is fine. Not 60 in the feet, air, 6 inches? No, 60, 60 feet. feet. 60 feet's a home run. So yeah, we're gonna go run run practice this uh, this afternoon. So really looking forward to that. Seems like you're setting them up for false hope. How so? Giving them like a sixty foot grounder and calling it a home run. Yeah, he's no, gonna go to school on Monday and be like, I hit fourteen, 14 home, home runs. runs. Like, mm. nah, not really, Playboy. Not really at all. There's really no. It's hard to lift the ball off the tee, <laughs> so I don't really blame them. Uh, and I really don't want them swinging that Gravity's way. Gravity's working against you in Gra- this situation. And the bats swing them. And they're six. They're so little, the bats swing them. You know what I mean? They can't. It's just, it's really sweet. So we'll have fun tonight. Uh, get our tea work in, and then we'll have the Seals game tomorrow night. So we got a lot going on. Ben's got the spirit of the bar. A lot of, a lot of good potential content uh, uh, ideas for Monday. Got a lot going on this weekend. But first, we've got uh, three hours and 45 minutes left on a Friday. Uh, should be a good show. We'll uh, hand out the menus, uh, give you an idea of what's coming up when we return. It is Ben and Woods. Glad to have you with us. We're at the end of the week. The weekend is within sight, within reach, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, yes. the weekend. Thank oh, you, Daniel. Thank you, Daniel. Uh, Kelly is standing by with a check of traffic, and we are off and running on this Friday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Just had one of our uh, promos during the break from our new friend, Rob Bradford, host of the Baseball Isn't Boring Odyssey podcast. Nice we met out in Peoria this week. Was a nice fellow, but uh, Polly and you commented on the fact that he held his microphone way down low. <laughs> like, like an extension of his wiener. Not, That's how low it not was. Where you're so, so, you know, for the un... The untrained in radio. Microphone should be about a karate a palms, chop. yeah, karate chop, palms distance away from where you are speaking. Now, <laughs> we understand the players are very hard to manage when it comes to holding their own microphone. They're going to do what they're going to do. They're gonna do they're gonna, yeah, they're going to do. do, and they all have different styles. Some just kind of very casually hold it way down low, like Rob it, did. It gives me uh, anxiety. Tom Cosgrove was a low holder. Uh, that gave me anxiety because I'm like, can people hear this? I will sometimes give one like indication, like, but if they one then, of these once it's once it's happening and they're not moving it, I'm not going to just continue to harp on them. This the is entire the one time. I. This is the one I'll do. Up, up, raise, raise it, like, raise it not, up I don't like to do this. Um, Joe Musgrove holds it. He's very close. He holds like he, the top. He wraps the, the top like this. Top and, uh, of the microphone. Yeah, man, I'm just going to go out there and kick ass and uh, let's kick some ass. Yeah, like this a year. rapper coming out on stage. Yeah, yeah he like uh, he 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 grabs the 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 very top of it and and cups it, palms it gently in his hand. 
And he's good. You know people are going to be able to hear him. Uh, but some of them, I mean, when they sit down, and it's basically like if they were doing, hey, this is my pretend wiener, it's right down here by their crotch. What, what do you think the purpose of the microphone is? It's the, to amplify your voice. It's just a, a prop to make you feel comfortable. Right. <laughs> sitting there like, here, hold this while we do an interview like, with you. Play like, radio. Like, you got... <laughs> You guys have all seen like singers. You guys know what music is, yes? You don't ever see At the concert. You don't see the guy yeah. come out with a mic down by his wiener. Yo, good morning, everybody. I said maybe. Like it just doesn't You see them, they all hold it up to their mouth. I know that you're familiar with this. All, I know you are. We've all seen how microphones work, yet it, it does seem like a foreign concept. It's every to a lot time of them. when they it, it'll start maybe here and then it'll start dropping down by the end. They're like, no, I'm just gonna try to uh, go up. And those things are heavier than and, you think, so maybe yeah, they're just getting I, arms are getting tired. It kills me. It man. was too late. Like, the last day towards the end of the show, actually, it was exactly towards the end of Wednesday's show at spring training when I was packing up what I could before the end of the show, and I realized we do have a mic stand. I'm bringing that next time. I'm making sure we bust it out, because that way... They don't hold the microphone like they. Ha- it forces them we, to be up close. Next what if to we it? gave them one of the, one of the headsets headset? with the with the microphone that's they right? Can't in front of, they can't get away from it. They can't get away. That's what yeah. we use throughout the show. So we don't have to hold. Let's the get microphone an extra one of those, time. and then we just really make it easy. Uh, Mac Free in the chat says, "Woods mentioned to Musgrove the Padres were heading to Korea next Thursday. Did he mean the following he Thursday? Meant the following, yeah, the following, fo- the following Thursday." Uh, yeah, they're they're going to be there, Max. Two so you're all good, buddy. Yesterday, two weeks from yesterday, they're leaving. You so know, if you're remember, going out next week, you're good. I remember that moment, and I thought I could jump in and just correct Woods, but there's no reason to correct your co-host. Oh, what did I say? You said next Thursday, and they were still. It was two weeks away. When, oh, when, my bad. When they I did think it. I said it too. I think somebody told us next Thursday, it, and we just it, ran. With yeah, that they, on they still have another <laughs> full week next week in Peoria, and then the middle of the following week is when they they get on their plane for Korea. They play the game on the thirteenth, I think. Mike Schilt told us, and then right after that game, they depart. He thinks from like Phoenix Airport, and they fly all the way to Korea. Fourteen hour flight. I I would assume then they have a recovery like twenty four hours where they can. Try to adjust to the time change and everything. Uh, MLB has set up some events in terms of, you know, public relations and, and cultural stuff. They're going to play two exhibition games against uh, Korean teams, including, I think, against uh, Hassan Kim's old team while they're in Seoul before the games against the Dodgers. And then the last things they, they do are the two games against the Dodgers on the last yeah. Two days um, uh, of their trip, and then as soon as they finish that second game, back on the plane and, and fly back to San Diego to get ready for the uh, home opener the following week. Well, that's their menu, Benny. What is on our menu? Our for menu. The day? Uh, well, it'll start kind of like it usually does. We'll go through what happened yesterday in Peoria at spring training. Padres are on a little bit of a hot streak, a little, heater. A little hot streak in the Cactus League. Uh, we'll talk about uh, who stood out in yesterday's game. Uh, there's one player who uh, who may have been rope-a-doping us a little bit early in spring potentially, training. Potentially, potentially. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, 7 o'clock hour, we will finally bring back. First time in a while, Take on Woods is going to happen at 7.10 today. Last, uh, I believe, chance to qualify for this month's, even though it is March 1st now. On a Friday, we'll wrap up our qualification for the getaway to Las Vegas. And the air supply tickets, don't do this, is always at 7.20. At 7.35, we've got a guest on that I honestly don't know how this is going to go. It is someone who was recommended to us by one Mark 
Mud Grant. I'll I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you. That's that's why we're having him on cuz Mud well, yeah. Mud recommended it. If Mud didn't recommend you it, you should like, talk to know. this guy. Talk to this guy. Well, we get pitched a lot. We get of pitched a lot of stuff. A lot of different and, people. And, and I'll tell you, man, I'll be I'll be brutally honest. I, I think this is a very odd concept that they've created. I do. I want to know more about it, though. I'm interested in hearing more about it. Uh, the guy's name is Rob Connolly, CEO and founder of Finleet. And I know there's been a, a initiative the last few years, Ben, to help out minor leaguers. And there have been. There have been. Like, there are guys... Um, who does the podcast? Uh, Donovan. What's their podcast called? Friars on the Farm? They, they've really made it an initiative of theirs to help out minor leaguers in the Padres organization, like with gift cards and, hey, if you want to donate to get them fed. It ain't easy in the minor leagues. It's just not. This is a different way to do that, and you invest in the players, but there's you get, like, shares of it. It seems a little odd. I, I get it. The Here, way let, I, me, let me just play you a minute. Okay, play me a minute. Like yeah. a four-minute video. Get everybody it for us here. Tease me up. We created Finley with a vision. A vision to change the sports landscape for both fans and athletes. In the minor leagues where dreams are always big, but resources are often limited, we saw athletes struggling to find the capital they needed to maximize their on-the-field potential without falling prey to loan sharks and private hedge funds. This is why hundreds of prospects signed future earning deals with one private equity firm at unfair and low valuations. See now? We wanted to pay the new path. A path where athletes could maximize their on-the-field potential and build their careers on their terms. And for the fans, we wanted to offer them more than just a spectator seat. We want to give them a real stake in their favorite athlete's journey. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, I mean, the reference he made is to a company called Big League Advance, Mm -hmm. which uh, has been involved with players, including our own Fernando Tatis Jr., in which when they are... Young minor leaguers who haven't made a lot of money yet, they will like float them some money yeah. up front, but it comes with a big cost at the back end, like a percentage of their earnings if they make it big the rest of their career. That's how that company makes their money. Rob at Finley says maybe there's a better way to do it. It feels like a, a crowdsourcing way. Now, yeah. I have no idea. If you invest in players, are you going to get rich out of it? Are you going to maybe make a little bit if it, if it goes well and you've just, you're kind of, invested in the success you've got someone to root for like hey i've got a little bit of a stake in this guy um almost like it's a fantasy it's, athlete it's for kinda, real it's kind of cool like when i think about it, it it's kind of cool i'm excited to talk to him question out of the three of us it we all agree Polly and i would be the 100 percent would have signed with the give us the money up front we'll pay oh, on the back yeah. oh 100 percent. we po- totally would have done that 100 percent. no question <laughs> right you would not you would not have i probably would not have yeah but at the same time, I, 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 it just seems unfair that it's like in perpetuity. I get it. I mean, it's a it's a decent it's a concept yeah. to begin with. It's a loan. It's a loan. And if they don't make it big, I don't think they have to pay it back, which is so there is risk that big league advance is taking on in this endeavor. But no one should ever end up. Hey, if you give me five hundred thousand now. I make, you know, 10% of what you make for the rest of your career, which ends up being $100 million. That's not really a fair loan that you have to pay it back 
uh, 200 times or more what, what they gave you to begin with. Yeah, it's a little bit pred- so usury. Pred- predatory. It's, it's usury. Good. I like that. Yeah. So, well, we'll talk to Rob Connolly and we'll learn more I'm about excited. this. I'm excited. Rob's a really good guy. We're not being paid to do this. Nope. We're not endorsing it nope. in any way. We're just curious about it because of the... Uh, the recommendation from one Mud Grant. So that'll be at 7.35. Second half of the show, continue our Tier 1 tour. We're in the AL Central, the Detroit Tigers, today's team, as we count our way down to opening day. Check in with Sammy Spring Training. Sam Levitt, although he took the, the afternoon off yesterday, didn't go to the game. Good for him, But, I'm, you know, Mike Schultz will be up and running early this morning. There could always be news from the Peoria Sports Complex. Ryan will report, um, and we will uh, wrap oh, things up for the week. And we've got an update on... Adam Klug. Oh, our <laughs> boss. Wow. We oh, may need to get to that right away next. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> From yesterday's expense account discussion and what uh, the company will and will not pay for from our trip to Peoria, the Airbnb fiasco, major update from our boss, Adam Klug. So we can get to that coming up next, and then we'll get into yesterday's game against the A's. And Padres news coming up here on a Friday morning. Stick around for more Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. For the latest Padres news, try listening to chapters from the show. Every day we break down the topics into different little segments, and you can find what matters most to you. To get started, just download the Odyssey app. For instance, if you uh, the thing that mattered to you most was whether or not we got reimbursed for our expenses. <laughs> The discussion we had in our final hour yesterday with our boss, Adam, you could go back on the chapters feature to yesterday. Or you can listen right now because we're going to actually give you the conclusion, the denouement of the story as it Whoa, were. I never heard that word before. Denouement. Denouement? Denouement. Yeah. What does that mean? It's like the, the conclusion. Why don't you say conclusion? Dramatic finish. You're the English major. I've, nev- I've never heard of that word. Denouement. Denou- denouement. 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 Spell it. Ooh, that's a chocolate. D E N E U M O T, I think. Denumo. D E N O U E M E N T. The Den- final Den- part Den- of Den- a play, movie, yeah. or narrative. The in last which the strands of the plot are drawn together and matters are explained to result. That's very, what we're doing right now. Very appropriate with work. our with our expense account story. Yeah, well, I got a, uh, so we, we had Adam on yesterday, and he was breaking my balls a little bit. Why should Odyssey have to pay? And then I screamed at him, why should I have to pay, right? That's trying to trying to get in, get a place to stay, and, and do up get up and do a good job. I think we did. And uh, so we leave, and he said, I said, what I want from you is to tell me, you expense it, I'll chase the money. So he said, you expense it, I'll chase the money. I said, great, thanks. I leave here. Before I got home, before I touched ground, at Casa de Woods yesterday, I get this from Adam. I got the full refund from Ron. You can submit for reimbursement due charges from your credit card. Please make sure to note that the charges are from spring training for accounting pur- purposes. He called Ron. Like all the hotel rooms. He got every single hotel room. Just spoke to Ron. He will pay for all three rooms. You got to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> did he threaten to like break legs or what was going on here? How did he do that so easily? He's five foot three. Like, who's going to be afraid of him? I mean, he could send someone bigger. He could, like a henchman. Yeah. But I, I really think he dangled a bad review. Which, by the way, I, I mean, if you're an Airbnb user, you can't, you can't have that. You can't afford a bad. You review. You cannot afford a bad review. That's how you differentiate between the Airbnbs, the reviews. That's exactly right. And so, like, are you going to sign up for a two and a half star Airbnb? You, you would, but I would not. You <laughs> would do, definitely do it to save a buck. But he's not going to do that. 
And uh, so he called and he got it all back. And he said, yeah, just go ahead and submit it. And I said, you are a marvel. It, there's an art form to that. I don't have it. I give up too easily. I just say, yeah, no, you know, no, screw it. I'm not, I'll just pay it. I'm not going to hassle with it. I, I, haggling is not my strong suit. I don't like to haggle. So ultimately, and you took the uh, you took the initiative. You went in and booked the the hotel rooms, and it's going to pay off for you because not only are you reimbursed, but you get to keep all the the hotel points as well. I get not only I get the Discover card, like the the points for that. The cash back, which is great. And then I get the Hilton points on my Hilton account. So suck it. Win, win, win for me. It's great. I rarely come out on top, so I'm I'm pretty happy about this. Next one. fantasy camp, maybe you can stay at a Hilton. Could, potentially. And he's going to say, well, hey, next year, hey, you know all those points you got? <laughs> can you just use those for fantasy camp? So maybe, <laughs> you know, it's, it's going to end up costing me... Uh, Anyway, he's playing four dimensional chess. He, he really yeah. is. I should have had him ask Ron. Also, my host left some expensive joggers there and a t shirt. I'm going to need an additional 150 on top of that. I decided not to press my luck on that, though. So uh, he did get the money back, dude. The guy is, he's a beast. He is a beast. He's going to buy my next car for me, uh, as a matter of fact. I'm going to send him <laughs> with my credit card and just say, here, do, do your best. Manny Sedano won't know what hit him. He will not know. Manny will be like, I, I give up. Uncle, 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 just take it. Take the thing. I'm buying a new car next month. Send Adam. Adam. Adam's coming with me. Here is my negotiator, Adam Kluge. I'll be in the car. <laughs> Just let me know what we decide. I'm going to go grab lunch. Hey, Adam, you take care of it. Here's pay- what I, he's my agent. Here's what I want. Make it happen. Your payments are 114 a month. <laughs> like, well, how much down? Nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's a wizard. You know Michael was so happy. With, you know that Adam walked Adam's in. Adam's a new corner office. Adam walked in yesterday, probably poked his head in and goes, I got it. Don't worry about it. It's, what a closer. And we got it's a, done. It's done. <laughs> we got a nice email from Michael later in the day. It might not have been as nice had we not gotten the full reimbursement there. But That's uh, exactly sure. right. Is it extra sweet because it's against the Dodgers? Yeah. Is it extra sweet because I got all that money back and then some? <laughs> Just a brilliant, brilliant So, man. you know, on National Employee Appreciation Day, we feel appreciated. Very Thank much. Thank you very much. Very, very much. All right, let's uh, get into the Padres. We'll check traffic. Uh, let you know what happened yesterday out in Mesa. Arizona coming up here with Ben Woods on 973 the fan. Let's start with a nice bounce back performance by Pedro Avila after he struggled in his first Cactus League outing. Went three innings yesterday against the Oakland A's in Mesa. Did give up a first inning solo home run to Zach Geloff, but I came back after that and looked pretty sharp. Got good reviews from the skipper uh, who liked the uh, the movement on his fastball. Like uh, just the demeanor out there by Pedro Avila keeps himself, I think, in the race for one of those final two starter spots. He did a really nice job last year down the stretch when the Padres were decimated by starting pitching injuries. He stepped up in a big way uh, with the swing roll and then moving into the starting rotation at the end of the year. Cannot take away what he did in 2023, even though the season was disappointing. It was a nice step forward for Pedro Avila last year. And uh, the start yesterday, again, it's it's the A's. And take that with a grain of salt. But uh, a good three innings and something he kind of needed this spring. Big time, Benny. And, and it's important to note that uh, Pedro Avila is out of minor league options. So that's a guy that that is is pitching for a spot and 
He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to get you know DFA. We're, we're I don't know that we're in a position to to DFA right. it guys. Increases the likelihood that, that one way or another he's going to be long there. man, swing man, yeah. starter. That he they're going to want to get him on that roster so they don't have to give him to someone else. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I don't know that we have enough depth to get rid of a guy that has been successful at that level. You know, spring struggles notwithstanding, and uh, it was a nice bounce back from him. Certainly went three innings, and when we talked to to the skipper at dinner, you know, he talked about quality innings, quality, quality, quality innings, and that's. That's really what this team is on the hunt for right now is guys that can go out and give you quality innings because he made no bones about it. We've made no bones about it. There's a buttload, a buttload of quality innings that they're going to have to replace this year. Uh, some offense in the fourth inning, uh, Luis Camposano and Kyle Higashioka with back-to-back RBI doubles, uh, catching and, and designated hitting. Campy's was a home run in I think every big league yeah. ballpark, it's just in spring training, they've got the big wall batter's eye that's on the field. But it was like 411 feet and up high in the air, a long way out. He really crushed that one. Uh, so the Padres tweeted out a highlight. And I I thought we like talked to just about everyone. It felt like we like touched in one way or another most of the guys who were on the roster. And they go, oh, big GP with a big hit. And I go, GP? Who's... Was GP and I was just sitting there for like ten minutes going, "Who's GP?" And Grand finally, Grand Pauly got two hits yesterday in the game. I just could not come up with that one yesterday, but uh, not a guy we have talked about much in the first couple of weeks of spring, but but certainly one of those guys that is uh, looking to make an impression and you know fighting for a, potentially a spot on the roster, if not now, at some point later in the season and learning a new position. Uh, all of this playing first base, um, but yeah, I, I he was two for three, a double, a triple, a run score, two RBI. Swing looks awesome. I mean, it looks really, really good. So I don't. I, again, I have no idea what which of these guys is going to break camp with the team, if if any. I, I just don't know. I don't. I, I'm not a hundred percent certain on. On Jackson Merrill, even uh, breaking camp with the team, I just don't know. I don't know how the quality of ABs has been. I just have no idea, um, and I don't. I don't know that he's ready. I don't know that he's not. So uh, all these guys are, are trying to make a push, and um, you know, again, something to get, something to get a little excited about. Some of these guys producing, you know, producing in these games. I don't know how much you can read into it. After uh, Avila, we saw Daniel De Los Santos, not good uh, so who has has struggled a bit during the spring. Only went two thirds of an inning, gave up a couple of runs and three hits. Uh, Padres, it was an interesting trade. It was it was cost cutting. Yep, but you can also see what Daniel De Los Santos has done the last couple of years and be excited about his potential. But they gave up Scott Barlow, who was a straight up a proven late inning guy, to save some cash and go with the younger. Uh, controllable option in Daniel De Los Santos. If that doesn't work out, that trade doesn't look so good. If Barlow has a good season and De Los Santos doesn't, that's something you've got to evaluate where cost-cutting can end up coming back to bite you in the rear end. Yeah, I mean, he's got three more years. We're controllable for, for three years. Again, it's spring training. Could be working on something, find the slot, you know, whatever it is. He's he. It hasn't been a, a good spring for him yet at this point. But, you know, again, with three years of control, uh, I think you're, you know, they're going to give him a little bit of leeway to work it out. And then, surprise, surprise, uh, we got our first sighting of Cactus League ball from Wusak Go, uh, Padres' new reliever from Korea. And we talked about it a little bit that word on the street, just kind of early in spring, was I don't know how he looks out there. It's uh, It's been a bit of a slow start on the backfields and on the mounds, and we're 
Just not sure if that what he, what he did and so successful in Korea is going to translate. And we still don't know the answer to it. But in his first appearance against, uh, you know, so, semi-big league batters in a Cactus League game, Wusukgo looked very good. Pitched an inning, struck out two, gave up a two-out hit, but left him stranded. Uh, Got to be a very big confidence boost to the Padres' uh, new reliever in his first appearance in the big leagues. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I, again, I feel... You know, maybe he was uh, it, just take some time, take some time to adjust the the different ball. Um, I had I had talked to a couple of guys and they said, yeah, you know, his curveball's not not super sharp. We're trying to get him to throw his curveball a little bit more because it can be a pretty nasty pitch for him. Just a matter of feeling comfortable. He was pretty funny after the game. He said he blacked out, you know, just completely blacked out. Said he was nervous as hell and just completely blacked out on the mound. <laughs> was excited to get swing and miss on his fastball. Yeah, I think which is not an overpowering fastball, but he had good command. Slider was good through the curveball. Uh, it was it was a good confidence building first outing, hundred percent for Wusuk Go, and it, you know it was pointed out that while most of the Padres, especially the ones who are coming back, their season ended early in October, no playoffs. Wusuk Go pitched deep into November, yeah. the KBO season, and they went they won the championship for his team. Their whatever World Series, whatever they call it, didn't end until like mid November, and he closed out the final game. So he was. He was essentially pitching much later than any major league baseball player was pitching last year. Even, you know, Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks were done by the first day or so of November. He was pitching two weeks after that, still in the season. So he had a, a shorter offseason, a quicker turnaround. That can maybe affect the start of your spring training as well. So uh, keep that in mind as, as you evaluate uh, Wusuk Go early here still in spring training. Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, but uh, let's see, who else got in yesterday? Uh, Cops, Kevin Cops, Kevin scoreless Cops frame. Yep. yep, scoreless frame from him. Uh, Morihone threw yesterday as well. Um had a scoreless frame as well, so it's great. That's great. Uh, today, the Padres will play their one and only, well, two and only, split squad games. Got uh, half the team will head to Maryvale to take on the Brewers. Half the team will remain in Peoria to take on the Angels. Jairo Iriarte will get the start against Milwaukee. Randy Vasquez will get the start against uh, the L.A. Angels. As we've seen, most of these guys now trying to throw three innings. That's been basically the buildup for the starters. And, uh, you know, there's only limited opportunities for starters. So you can kind of see who's in the mix. I mean, Avila, Waldron, Iriarte, Vasquez. I don't know that Drew Thorpe is in the mix. We haven't seen him go full three. It's, it feels more like they're getting him ready to start in the minor leagues. And, you know, I, I, he could be brought up at some point later in the season. But you've got, obviously, Joe and... You've got you, and you've got Michael King, and then there's a, another group, Brito, Vasquez, Iriarte, Waldron, Avila, who seem like they're competing for those last two spots. And right now the competition seems very even among all of them. Yeah, it's very pretty, even. pretty fierce, man. I mean, I, you know, if you don't slot right into the rotation, you mentioned the piggyback scenario. I think that's... I think that's very much in play right now. If the Padres don't go out and get another starting pitcher, and I, I just have heard no buzz uh, really at all. Tommy Pham's been the only name, and he's not a pitcher, but uh, of, of guys that they're interested in potentially bringing in. And I don't know how much smoke there is uh, around that. I just don't know what they're planning to do. But uh, our buddy Mike just tweeted, you know, based on your theory of A.J. Preller wanting to see what he's got before he he pulls the trigger. Where do you think they stand on that? I mean, I, I there's still, in my opinion, there's still some holes, and there are still some, some places you can upgrade right now. Yeah, I mean, no one 
you know, I, Jackson Merrill has has looked confident. He was out in center yesterday, didn't really get a ton of chances, had one nice play where he came in, didn't get a hit, but I would say he's the front runner now, probably to start in center field on opening day, which if that that doesn't mean you don't need another outfielder though. But I still say the amount of innings and talking to Mike Schilt, the amount of innings that they have to replace from last season, pitching remains to me. Yeah. If they're going to go out and get someone else, it's it's still maybe going to be a pitcher. There's just not much out there. Michael Lorenzen. Any, Jordan any, Montgomery yeah, now. But I don't know that they're going <laughs> that expensive. All right, we'll play some Take On Woods. Hour number two of Bennett Woods next here on a Friday on The Fam. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 7 a.m. Friday morning. Take on Woods is uh, just around the corner. 833-288-0973 if you want to join us, play our game. Qualify for that trip to Las Vegas in just a couple of minutes. It's been a week since we've had a take on Woods. Dude, a Put week. it on hiatus while we were in Peoria and we had real or fake yesterday. So. A little rusty. Yeah, we'll see. This could be a uh, an opportune time to try to get Woods. He's forgotten all of his musical knowledge Everything. in the last few days. All of it. <laughs> or not. We'll see. Uh, we just brought up, you know, where if the Padres are going out. We talked about this yesterday. Talk about it every and day. And they're still going to spend <laughs> some money. And we don't know if they are or they are not. But they have money to spend and and could still stay under the luxury tax. Will they go out and get a pitcher? Paulie brought up earlier in the week. Is there any chance the price tag for Blake Snell has come down with the uh, the way the market is shaping up that they could still make a run to bring him back and have that audio of uh, of John Heyman uh, discussing what maybe adjustment and expectations Blake Snell is making now that we've got to march and he still has not signed with a big league team. Here's what uh, John Heyman had to say. 
yesterday, uh, a couple days ago, with Blake Snell, as I reported in the New York Post. Uh, Snell is willing to do one of those Bellinger-type deals, short-term deal with opt-outs. They did talk to the Yankees about this, so I'm sure they're willing to do it with other teams as well. And, you know, I think it does make sense for them, a high AV uh, with opt-outs. The issue for the Yankees with a short-term deal is the high AV means a higher tax. That's really the big issue, but uh, certainly if you give them opt-outs after year one, and opt-out after year one, and you've given up draft choices uh, to sign him, that is a question as well. Of course, that problem for the Yankees, the high AV, the AAV, average annual value, that is how they calculate your luxury tax payroll, would also be the exact same, and if not a bigger problem for the San Diego Padres, who are closing in on that level. You can lower the luxury tax number by extending out a deal more years. Yeah, of course. So, you know, hey, we're going to pay you $200 million, but if we do it over... 15 years, it's going to be a lower AAV and lower luxury tax number than if we did it over, say, eight years. Kind of what the Padres did with Xander Bogarts, a little bit with Manny Machado as well. Hey, you're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to make what you're going to make. But if you extend it out a little bit, it helps us avoid some luxury tax payments now. So if Blake Snell is willing to do the shorter deal with the opt-out, great. But that does not help the Padres avoid the luxury tax at all. In fact, actually makes it harder to sign him and stay under a luxury tax number. Now, it, it releases you from any future commitments. It in It's a benefit in many ways to a team to sign a guy to a shorter-term deal. Uh, some of the risk, a lot of the risk that comes with injuries for a pitcher can be mitigated. But with the salary cap, the, or the luxury tax cap, Makes uh, doesn't help at all. In fact, it hurts to sign that short-term deal. Got some uh, breaking news in baseball. I'm a little bit confused, though. Talking Baseball just tweeted, C.J. Crone is headed to Boston, but it is a picture of Brandon Drury. So I'm, that's Brandon Drury, 100%. I'm guessing that someone just put the wrong picture, picture. up. And uh, C.J. Crone, who was uh, still on the free agent market, yeah, yeah, Red Sox, Red Sox Chris Cotillo uh, just tweeted Red Sox in agreement with C.J. Crone, minor league deal. But if he ends up on the team, there could be some upside as a right-handed hitter. Uh, negative .5 F war last season, hit 57 homers combined with an average uh, 113 weighted runs created plus between 21 and 22. So, yeah, um, that was another name that I think a lot of Padre fans uh, were were talking about, too, as a guy that could... Could play first, uh, maybe platoon with a, a Jake Cronenworth, um, and and now he's off the board with a big, minor big league gamble. Deal. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know. is it a minor? It's a minor league deal. How big of a gamble is it? You could, well, I mean, the but in terms of if you're counting on him to produce for you, right. you can't you can't guarantee that coming off his injuries. And by the way. As Padres fans, we remember all the times that C.J. Crone just mashed Murdered against the us. Padres. Murdered. He didn't do that against every other team all the time. We just have bad memories of him and think, well, if he just does what he did against the Padres and came, that'd be golden. We'd take that every every time. When does that ever happen, that the guy who mashes against the Padres then joins the Padres and does the exact same thing? No, it goes the other way. No, it yes. goes the other then way. Then they stop it ever producing. Happened? Yeah. So I was, I was never 
too much on the CJ Crone train. I, I I think Brandon Belt is a much better option. But then you got two, more expensive, but better option than the CJ Crone. Then you got two left-handed first basemen <laughs> in Jake Cronenworth and Brandon Belt. But one of those guys could DH uh, as well. One of those, you know, get those guys off their feet, uh, whatever. But yeah, I'm, I'm again like so, something needs to happen in my opinion. Um, because if these guys are signing minor league deals, there's really no reason to 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 not to take a chance on some of these guys. I don't know what Brandon Belt is is asking right now. I imagine the price keeps going down, but good to see some movement, right? Good to see some movement uh, in in Major League Baseball, if anything. And Red Sox trying to improve their roster. They're they're pretty much slated for a, a last place finish right now. I don't know how much he's going to help, but you never do know. You never do know. Do you think that? I mean, I know it's just one more day, but the fact that the calendar changed from February to March yeah. is going to play on the minds of some of these players who are free agents and like set it in their mind. I can okay, I can be strong. I can be patient. I want to get the best deal. I'm I'll not ride gonna, it out through February I'm gonna, and leap I'm, day. I'm not going to rush into it. Time to rush. You know, it's still it's, fe- it's still February. You know, the season doesn't start for another few weeks. I mean, unless I sign with the Padres or Dodgers, opening day isn't for another four more weeks. I'm okay. Once you hit March, though, and you go, there are real games this month. Oh, yeah, three weeks. And we're getting closer, and I'm still not on a team, especially if you're a pitcher. And I, I'm sure guys like Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell are throwing on the side and trying to you know, build up some stamina, but there's no way they can prepare adequately for the season without being in spring training with their new club. There's a lot of things that are specific to the teams that you have to do to prepare for the season that you can't do. I mean, even the guys who, like Luis Patino, uh, who were a little bit late due to the visa issues, and hopefully he's going to be joining the Padres in the next day or so, they've been throwing and, like, sending video to Ruben Niebla. You know, like, every other day, there's evaluation, there's instruction, like, okay, do this, we expect you to do this, everything, you know, so at least they're not falling behind. With Blake Snell, though, he doesn't know what team he's going. He's got no one to send video to. He's playing video I mean, games. He sends it to Ruben Niebla, and he goes, well, yeah, I know what not, you do. You're not on the team, so I got other guys I got to worry about right now. I'm sorry, Blake. He was playing video games. I saw that. But he always plays video games. I'm worried for him, man. I'm worried for him. I really like Blake. I want him to. I want him to do and, well. And again, back to just Blake before we play take on Woods. Thank you. If You're he welcome. signs that short term deal, and I'm not saying it won't work out for him, but his first season with the Padres didn't go great because, for the most part, we felt like it was a tough adjustment for him. You know, going from Tampa it. Bay to the Padres. He said, he said it. it over and over. You know, yeah, had to learn I just miss Florida every every day. Got to learn the everybody. The, the security guard. It's you know. only going to be harder I'm just now. Just bummed for him, dude. You went. He was. Went a, he was traded to the Padres in December. At least he had three months to wrap his mind around a new team. Now he's going to sign. He's going to be expected to be there the next day. Yeah, ready to go. And like, not even know. Am I going to Florida? Am I going to Arizona? Where am I going to live? What am I going to do? It's got a baby on the way. Like all that is setting up to to this for to be a very rough season. You don't want to set yourself up for a rough season when also then you're hoping to hit free agency again next year and hit the open market. It's going to hurt your value. So, yeah, not a great spot right now for Blake Snow. No, not at all. Feel bad. I do too, man. I like the guy. I like the guy, and you just come off a of Cy Young, and I, I, you know, that feeling of wanting to cash in and it doesn't happen sucks. That sucks. I mean, he's still going to make some money, I think. You know, somebody's going to 
swoop in and grab him. It's probably not going to be what he wants, though. If there was ever a uh, free agent signing for Take on Woods, I would imagine you would get a massive deal as the uh, the MP of this game. You'd think so, but you never know. But you don't get paid for this. It's actually the uh, the Tier 1s who sometimes get paid in prizes. And let's uh, get to today's game. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Uh, Joe got in early today. Joe, good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Welcome to Take on Woods, which is brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. It only takes 15 minutes. You don't have to get out of your car for directions and discounts. Go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. If you're watching on the YouTube stream, there is an empty space where Woods used to be. He has left the studio. Joe goes first. Five questions of musical trivia. Woods goes second. If you can beat or tie him, Joe, you will qualify for our grand prize drawing. Last day of the month to qualify. Technically, first day of the month, but last day for qualifying for the two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas. Two tickets to Air Supply, May 31st and June 1st at the International Theater. Tickets are available now at Ticketmaster.com. All right, you still have all the categories here, Polly? Uh, it's been a while. All right, here's what we've got. Sailing the Seas. Those are five different bands with names starting with the letter C. Lucky Sevens, five song titles that each contain exactly seven words. And Drive Time, those are five bands or artists who all released a song called Drive. So Sailing the Seas, Lucky Sevens, or Drive Time. Joe, what would you like to play? Let's go with, uh, sailing the Seas. Sailing <coughs> the Seas. All right, today we're looking for five different bands with names starting with the letter C, preceded by the word the, like the cars. They're all the same like that. You have 60 seconds to answer as many as the five as possible. First question is our two-second song. Polly will play a little bit of music. You need to give me both the uh, the C band and the title of the song to score that point, and we'll go on from there. Pass. If you don't know one, we'll come back to it at the end. Joe, are you ready to play? Yeah, let's go. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music, the category Sailing the Seas. Good luck, Joe. Let's take on Woods. Uh, secure um, uh, act for now. Don't linger too long trying to figure out which 90s alt band hails from Limerick, Ireland. Which band had a breakthrough start to the 1980s with the release of their album London Calling? The Clash. Correct. Which duo from the past decade is best known for collaborative hits something just like this with Coldplay and Closer with Halsey? Which 13-time Grammy-winning country pop band removed a single word from their name in 2020 due to negative connotations? Oh, man, you got me today, Pat. Let's go back to the two-second song, see if you can get the title. Just like heaven? No, it's not. Don't linger too long trying to figure out which 90s alt band hails from Limerick, Ireland. I heard it just before the give buzzer. The, the came in before the buzzer. So we'll give you the cranberries. We'll give you the clash. You did not get love song by The Cure. You did not get the chain smokers, and you did not get the chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks, uh, but you did get two, so hang on the line, Jill. We'll bring in Woods for the same five questions in the same 60 seconds without 
the benefit of knowing our category for the day. Joe's score is locked in. Was getting his headphones on. We'll reset everything. 60 seconds back on the clock. Woods. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Joe. His love song, but cure. Correct. Don't linger too long trying to figure out which 90s alt band hails from Limerick, Ireland. Uh, the Cranberries. Correct. Which band had a breakthrough start to the 1980s with the release of their album London Calling? Clash. Which duo from the past decade is best known for collaborative hits, something just like this with Coldplay and Closer with Halsey? Pass. Which 13-time Grammy-winning country pop band removed a single word from their name in 2020 due to negative connotations? Ooh, that was um, uh, that was Lady Antebellum. That is not. Or Which Ant- duo from the past decade is best known for collaborative word, hits? Not something just like this with Coldplay and Closer with Halsey. I don't know. You don't know that one. You should know that one. You know it. You, you should know that one. Don't know it. Uh. I will let you Dip know low. that you've already won three to two, oh, so it's not whew. critical that you know it. It's the uh, Chainsmokers. Uh-oh. The category is Sailing the Seas. The Cure, the Cranberries, the Clash, the Chainsmokers, and the Chicks. Oh, the Dixie Chicks. What about Lady Antebellum? Did they, they do that? They removed Antebellum from their name, but they did not. They're just called Lady? They're Lady A. Now. Oh, Lady A. Into they go into Bellum. What's the uh, what was the category? Sailing the seas. Every band was the Cure, the Cranberries, the Clash, the Chainsmokers, and the Chicks. Bands that have uh, sea names with the. Feel like I skated on that. But you did, yeah. Joe could have had you there. He just couldn't get love song. He knew it was the Cure. He just couldn't come up with the title of the song. And neither of you got the Chainsmokers or the Chicks. Told you that story. Robert Smith wrote that song for his uh, his wife uh, for their anniversary. And which pretty much makes every other anniversary gift ever <laughs> not good and, and pales in comparison when you write those lyrics down and say, here, here's your uh, happy anniversary. I love you very much. I wrote <laughs> you this song. And then you read it and you hear it and you're like, oh, we're also going to make this a worldwide hit. Yeah, this well. is also going to be like one of the best I mean, songs ever We could ever write a written. song for our Yeah, wives. I could do it. Terrible. This would be awful. I love you. You love me. <laughs> Stupid. Robert Smith set the bar when he wrote Love Song for his wife, Mary. What a song. Just making this all look bad. Yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, Don't Do This is coming up next. I actually have some some do-do-this stories to choose from today that I enjoyed. I may defend Caleb Williams in Don't Do This. Whoa. Which is wild. I get it. Guys, the guy is catching some shrapnel right now. But when I read the description this morning, I went, maybe the don't do this is for the media blowing this out of proportion. Fair enough. All right, that's coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Oh, I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. <laughs> Moron. They're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Don't Do This is brought to you by the Craft Taco in Sorrento Valley. The Craft Taco has some of the best quality tacos in all of San Diego. Go to thecrafttaco.com. Take a look at their happy hour specials today. Thecrafttaco.com. That place is no joke. No joke. And I mean no joke. I will uh, get us started in the world of live golf. 
this morning. The much-anticipated return to competitive golf of former PGA Tour sensation Anthony Kim. Twelve years after we last saw him playing golf on the PGA Tour. Series of uh, injuries and perhaps some, some mental stumbling blocks keeping him from returning to the game. Also an insurance policy that he cashed in on that he didn't really want to have to give back all the money because he went back to competitive golf. But Liv made it happen and there was quite a bit of buzz for the first round of their tournament which is taking place in Jeddah Saudi Arabia. So it's already done because of the time difference. And uh, Anthony Kim. I think he teed off at, what, 3.15 this morning or something? And uh, the reason, unfortunately, that it's uh, in the the don't do this category is Anthony Kim went out and uh, is in dead last place after a 6 over 76, which isn't horrible. He's 14 strokes behind leader John Rahm after the first round. But the, uh, the unfortunate part was, well, he said, he was uh, he was disappointed with the score. What he really, what he really he, he had certain expectations. He said at least if I played badly, I thought I would shoot around par. It was unfortunately I made so many unforced errors from the middle of the fairway, and by unforced errors, I saw a couple of videos. He he stone cold topped one, the worst, and then he absolutely shanked one. Would you from rather, the fairway would you guys well. rather shank, dead, would you rather shank right. one or top one? I'll shank one shank all one. day. Yeah. The Top- topping is mortifying. No, topping, though, at least can go straight. Like, oh, I topped it, but at least it rolled 120 yards straight down the fairway. That's not topping. That's not topping. That's a, well, I mean, you can top one and still have I'm it I'm thinking advance. it you doesn't just, make it past the tees in front of you. Right. The one where it just bounces feet. four feet in front of you. That's okay, topping it. I'll shank one all day. Shank no usually involves, shank. like, a lost ball. and Yeah, but at least you can bomb one or something. Strokes, and just though. be like, ah, oh, yeah. I screwed something up. But you can, obviously, it's there. I, will, I have a better chance at making par on a shank than I do on a top. And maybe he'll bounce back, but uh, there wasn't a ton of fans out there. It was pretty empty, so the shank didn't, like, line directly into someone's, you know, torso or something. You'd be bad. They have, like, cut lines there? No, it's Liv. Just play. Yeah, he'll play the next couple of days. Now, he's not on one of the Liv teams. He's playing as a wild card, so his score didn't hurt... uh, you know, John Rahm or Phil Mickelson's team or something like that. It's just for his own indivi- individual edification. So I'm not a USC fan at all. In, in fact, really? uh, I loathe them. That being You've made said, mention of that a couple of I times. Have. I have, and we've got a lot of a lot of Trojan alums out there. So no, it's nothing personal. I just happen to hate your team. Um, Caleb Williams is a, is an interesting quarterback. He's an interesting guy. I, I watched him absolutely torch my favorite team. Uh, you know the year before last, and I watched my team absolutely torch him this year, and it was it was fun. But he's a good quarterback. Um, he makes a lot of, of headlines uh, because he is a bit, he marches to the beat of his own drum a little bit, uh, and I think that's okay. People don't Which like I was it. Gonna say, I love that. People don't really like do. it when you don't fall in line. They, no. they want you to do things the way it's always been done, and this young man's got a little leverage as the, the guy that's probably going to be 1-1 in the draft. And the big headline this morning, Caleb Williams refusing to do medicals. And ESPN first reported that Williams did not plan to do medical testing at the Combine. Further reported, What's he trying to hide? What's he hiding? Woods. He plans to submit the medical exams with the teams he meets with individually during the pre-draft process. Now, apparently the medicals at the Combine are a, a, a long and arduous, drawn-out thing. And you got 32 teams, 32 teams in the NFL, 32, picking, poking, prodding at you. For what? Now, there's a realistic chance that one or two of them of, may, get, of may get Caleb Williams. The Chiefs come in, you're like, what are we doing, dude? Like, I'm not going to be a Chief. It's not going to happen. 
Um, so he basically, he went up and they asked him about it. Now, I my, look, I'll be completely honest. My initial reaction was, oh, aren't you special? And then I read the story and I did a little research on my own. And I listened to this audio of Caleb Williams explaining why. Um, Matt Dawn thinks uh, it was a decision by me and my team, my family, um, and it comes down to that. I'd say uh, player impressions that they begin, a uh, person that cares for his teammates. Um, some of y'all may have seen, some of y'all may have not. Um, I try to take care of all my guys, uh, no matter if he's been fourth on the depth chart or you know, you're, the, you're the star player. Um, so I care for my teammates, and then the other part is I'm a fierce competitor, as you may have seen after you know some games. <laughs> the Bears are, was an 8-9 team last year, um, I believe, and... Uh, seven, seven to ten, sorry, and, and um, you know, that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick. Um, and, and they got a good defense. They asked him about the Bears. They got good players on offense. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting, you know, if you can go into a situation like that. So I think I sent the wrong clip. Uh, <laughs> but he essentially says, I'll, I'm absolutely going to submit medicals with the teams that are interested in drafting me, which will be like the first three teams. That's pretty much all you need to do. It seems smart to me, in my opinion. I'm not going to waste a bunch of my time with a bunch of teams that aren't in the mix to draft me. And I know it's not the way... I know it's not the way it's always been done. And people people really want you to, to, to fall in line. And they think that that's some sort of black mark on his character that he's not going to do that. And I don't. I, I completely disagree with that. Anyone can send the wrong clip, but you let us listen to like a minute and a half before <laughs> saying I sent the wrong clip. Well, Why I, didn't you stop us? I, I you thought was, maybe it was going to get to I the thought, right spot. I thought I had it out of order. Gosh, Sorry, that's my, that's my ball. The right spot news, the clip. Really quality audio. Yeah, yeah it was really good. <laughs> it's like, what are You're we able doing? to hear all the both of you suck it. How about that? What's going on? Maybe we wait. We don't wait until a minute before don't do this. Fair. Well, I had seen the story, and then I saw the audio pop up, and I gave it like a, a uh, quick quick listen, but it wasn't the right one. Finally. It's on me, dude. I was I waiting it. for it, too. I was like, what? I wear it. You're like, this is the one he wanted? A little doo-doo this. D-D mega doo-doo. Uh, you'll remember about, I'd say three weeks ago, we brought up the story of uh, Torrey Pines High School, Kansas, former NBA center, Scott Pollard. Indeed. Who, uh, who needed a heart transplant to survive. And quite frankly, the the odds weren't great because he's seven foot and he's a huge guy. He needed a very, like, specific heart transplant og- organ donor uh, to, to be available to him soon. And then the good news is uh, 13 days ago it happened. He found a heart transplant. They put it in his chest, did the whole procedure, and yesterday... He actually got to leave the hospital up, up on his feet. Obviously, there's a lot more recovery and got to keep, uh, you know, your body from rejecting it, everything that goes on with a, a transplant surgery. But video of him ringing the bell as he gets out of his hospital Amazing, room man. was absolutely incredible and emotional. Uh, his wife, Dawn, posted the video. He's got big thumbs up, big smile. Amazing, amazing story for Scott Pollard uh, getting getting out of the hospital 13 days after a heart transplant. Can you imagine that? The Like thinking, there's an entirely different heart in well, my chest than there was two weeks ago. That part, sure. But the sitting in a hospital bed going, yeah, waiting, there's no. just, there, 
this is hopeless. I'm seven feet tall. I need tall, like a, someone like need... who's like at least six, eight, right. huge person to <laughs> get into an unfortunate accident but still have their heart viable right. that no, can be like transplanted. You're, it's... you're saying your goodbyes, man. Yeah. I would be. I mean, like reality, but I hope it I hope it takes and works and all that. But that's, a, that's an incredible story in its own right. Amazing. Medical. Doctors, Incredible. Scott, all of it, a total do-do this and don't do this for a Friday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Now we got to get to break. We talked about this at the start of the show. Our next guest, uh, a guy named Rob Connolly, is the CEO of a new company called Finley. Finley. It's a way to get involved with like minor league athletes like on the ground floor, like investing in athletes and their futures. Uh, we're not involved in it, but we're curious about it. We're going to ask him about it coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fam. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Well, at its uh, heart, an interview is questions and getting answers. And we have questions for our next guest coming up, Rob Connolly, about his company, Finley, which was uh, introduced to us by Mud Grant while we were out at spring training last week, Woods. And you know what? If it's uh, if it's something that Mud is interested in, you've got our attention right away. I'll tell you. I mean, it's, he's not just interested in it. He's, he's on the board. He's involved. I, he's I, like an advisor or uh, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and he's I on don't, the board. I don't really know all the details. And, That's why we're doing the interview. And Mud is the one that 100% sold me on it. He just, I, I peppered him with questions out there. And uh, Mud is a very cautious dude. Very, very cautious guy. And he did his homework as well. So I'm excited to talk to Rob and see what uh, Finley's all about. All right, we'll do that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. And joining us right now on 97.3 The Fan is the CEO and founder of Finley, Rob Connolly. And, and Rob, obviously you keep some uh, questionable company in Mark Grant, so that's strike one. <laughs> yeah, but strike we'll, one there. <laughs> we'll give you a fair chance anyway. Good morning. Welcome to Ben and Woods. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's our pleasure, man. Uh, it's such an interesting concept. Such an interesting concept. And I, I wanted to have you give our audience kind of the, the 30,000-foot uh, view. Yeah, I mean, we're a platform that allows fans to, uh, you know, participate in the future earnings of uh, promising athletes. And yeah, and that's it. I mean, and, and so we we talked earlier about what was the the company uh, before Big League Advance, Big League yeah, Advance, and I, of, yeah. I I talked to Mud about that too, and and you know that that to to me felt uh, a bit predatory. This is different. Why is this different um, than than something like Big League Advance? Yeah, I mean, the big difference between us is they're a private hedge fund, right? So um, you know, I tried to be a part of that group before, and uh, their minimum investment's five million dollars at the time. So I thought to myself, like, what a huge missed opportunity for, for fans to be able to participate in these athletes if they had the chance. So we uh, put together an investment team with, you know, Comcast NBC, uh, you know, Tim Draper through Draper Startup House and a bunch of angel investors in San Diego. And we went on this path. We hired a security lawyer and we, we um, wanted to find a way to allow fans to uh, be able to invest in promising athletes through Finley. So I can buy shares of like you have one athlete up right now is Shedri Vargas, who is a, uh, a a draft pick of the Texas Rangers from the Dominican. And and so if I buy 100 shares, uh, I'm buying shares of a Shedri Vargas, correct? That's correct. Yeah, you're uh, buying shares in his future earning contract. It's interesting. And so how this so how this works is. Shedery signed for ten thousand dollars. Right, right, and that doesn't go very far. That doesn't go very far. Does not go very far for a minor league baseball player. Exactly, and then you know, I wanted to be careful because I don't want to, you know, make his proud family look bad. But he really doesn't have any resources. Sure, like it's terrible, you know. So here's the like number seven prospect for the Rangers and we're watching him practice on the off field and he's playing in dirt fields that you'd see on a JV high school team, you know? So we wanted to find a way to give fans to help him focus on baseball year round um, to maximize his potential and then give fans, you know, an opportunity to share in his journey and create a community around him to support him. And it's funny because we already have people in chat saying, can you get Ethan Salas? Because we'd be happy to invest in <laughs> Ethan Salas. Five million, he signed, so he's probably doing okay. He so signed far. for $5 million. <laughs> um, so if I invest, I mean, what, you know, I, I don't need to know, like, what his cut is or anything like that. But he benefits from our investment in him. How? Yeah, so every dollar that goes through, you know, a majority of it goes to him. You know, we, we charge zero transaction fees. So if you were to buy shares, it's $8 a share. That's what you pay. There's obviously escrow fees and, and credit card transaction sure. fees. And, you know, so he's getting $500,000, which was over double what BLA offered him. Wow. And he's able to use that capital to, to help his family get training year round, hire a nutritionist and, Give him the best chance to make the big leagues. So let's, uh, Rob Connolly is with us, the CEO and founder of Finley. Let's go through the scenarios. Uh, first of all, obviously, with any investment comes some risk. If uh, if he does not make it big, never signs a big contract, if you invested in him, you're probably not getting uh, any return or your investment back. But then conversely, if he goes on and, and, you know, has a big league career and ends up signing one of these, you know, nine-figure deals, what would like an investor in Vargas expect to, re, you know, receive 10, 15 years down the line. 
Yeah, so let me give you a couple examples. Let's say let's say he becomes jerks in Profar, right? He was the number one prospect 2014. Yep. Probably hasn't lived up to his potential. If you would have invested $500, you would get $3,000 through $231. Not too bad. For a guy who has not made huge money in his career, but is a big leaguer, he's made made the big leagues, made a few million for himself. There is a return on that investment. And let's bring up like Francisco Lindor. Let's pretend he turns into that. If you invest $500 into that deal, your return is $17,900. It's a pretty good deal. I rarely get on on anything on the ground floor, so this is interesting to me. Talking to Rob Connolly, CEO of uh, of Finleet. So, so I know on your uh, on your website, people can check it out if they want at finleet.com and it, it's got a, a pretty looks pretty user friendly on how to invest and things like that. But I will say, man, uh, I was able to pull Mud aside uh, at spring training and chat with him a little bit about it. Again, Mud is like the most cautious, careful dude alive. And it, it honestly, it went a long way with me. Like if Mud buys into this and, and he has, it, it made me feel a little bit better, uh, of going, yeah, okay, this, this feels really, really legit to me. If Mud Grant, who is very, very cautious, uh, buys in, what, uh, what has he been, been helping you guys with? Really, we just relationships. I mean, you know, talking to people about what we're doing, you know, explaining that we are legit, like we've gone through SEC certification. Yeah, that's what he said. Um, he said know, there's Com- SEC lawyers yeah. and everything else. Yeah, I mean, when you have Comcast NBC as your on your cap table, you have to do everything perfectly right. You, you can't you can't uh, cut corners. So, Rob, as you go forward, what are your prospects of, uh, you know, adding more minor league athletes? Is it only going to be baseball? Are you going to be looking at other sports? What's the uh, what's the growth plan look like? Yeah, we want to dominate baseball in the beginning, but we definitely want to expand in other sports. I mean, there's not a sport we don't feel that we can't touch globally. You know, we've even had fun talks about like with Del Mar being here, like instead of investing in a horse. What if you could invest in the jockey yes. and you know, every every horse he races and wins, you get a piece of that. Yeah, it's an interesting comparison because uh, the th- first thing I thought of when you mentioned this was like a horse racing syndicate where, you know, it's very expensive to buy a thoroughbred racehorse. But there's, you know, people who love horse racing will get together and they'll they'll each chip in, a, a you know, a couple thousand dollars and together the the 30 of them own a racehorse. And if it goes on to win the Kentucky Derby or the Breeders' Cup, you know, they make it big. They have fun, though. I, I think part of it is, you know, you have fun with your investment in watching your investment and see if they succeed in horse yeah. racing it's the horse here it will be an actual minor league athlete you can follow you know the uh the minor leagues the box scores see how he's performing yeah, you can cool. cheer for him to get called yeah. up to the big leagues and and have a big league career I, I think the important thing is obviously knowing that this is you know clear like any investment you can't there's no guaranteed sure thing but this is i think for a sports fan there's obviously some appeal here rob Definitely. I mean, I just keep playing through my head, too. Like, could you imagine getting a notification, having shares in Tatis, and then finding out he signs a $341 million extension? Like, Woodsy, we'd be down in, you know, Encinitas, you know, somewhere. <laughs> raging. Getting bottles of tequila. Raging. Absolutely <laughs> raging. And it would feel like, you know, that's why, that's why it's interesting to me, because like I said, I never feel like I never get in on the ground floor thing. So tell us a little bit about uh, about this kid, man, and and, and how how... How difficult was it to get him to say, yeah, I'm in, let's do this? We were on a flight within four hours to the Dominican after we got the green light. Like, we went down to the airport, 
with a credit card saying, book me a flight yeah, right now. 100%. Old school. So, hey, uh, Ashetri Vargas signed for 10,000. Wasn't expected to be much. You know, he had different plans his first year. You know, Dominican Summer League batted 301 with a 131 WRC+. plus. Got challenged at Complex League the next year as a 17-year-old. Did even better, 315 average, 131 WRC+. plus. Keith Law just came out with an article saying that he's his biggest sleeper for the Rangers organization. Teams have been wanting to trade for him, and it's it's an exciting time for him as an athlete and and our, all the investors that want to participate in this. So, Rob, before we let you go, there are obviously in our chat. I see people are, are intrigued. How does it work in turn? Is it like an app or, or a website? What do you, what do you do if you're interested in going and being a part of this? All you have to do is go to finley.com. And you can buy shares right through our website. It's a web app. It's not, not a downloadable app. It's just finley.com. And you can go right through the process through our website. Well, Rob, uh, appreciate you spending some time with us. It's interesting stuff, man. Really, yeah. And, and you know, somebody uh, somebody said in the chat, too, there's plenty of guys that, that are on deals like this already. It's not usually done through investment companies, not exactly available to the public. That's what makes this a little bit different. And and it gives you that rooting interest in, in watching this guy's career. So pretty interesting stuff, man. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Rob Connolly, uh, CEO, founder of Finley. And, again, we're not um, we're not endorsing not paid. I don't know that, that it's something I, I will do, but you seem kind of interested in it. Just, uh, you know, Mud brought it up and we thought, okay, this is a yeah. intriguing concept. And honestly, it's kind of the way things are going. Now, I'll, I'll point out the other way. There is, I mean, there's GoFundMes where you don't, you not you know you're not getting anything back. You're just Correct. like, hey, let's, a donation. let's donation. just donate $20 toward this kid and see if he can help make the big leagues and people will raise money that way. This has a potential payoff at the end, and, you know, it, it would come out of his money. But my guess is if, uh, you know, Ashedri Vargas makes it big, it's not going to be – he's going to be happy. He's still making a lot of money, and, and he'll pay back what, what sounds in the investment, you know, down the line, what he would make in his big league career. Yeah, and it sounds – you know, it sounds different to me than the the one we talked about earlier, uh, certainly, because, you know, like Fernando's going to be paying that off for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, this is this feels a little bit different to me. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some more research on it, and take a look. But it certainly is an interesting concept as far as helping minor leaguers. And they gave kind of a a breakdown of expenses and stuff for these minor oh, league yeah. players, and it's it's pretty nuts to see. I mean, like equipment, you know, in and of itself. In in 24, you know, you're talking talking three grand or so just on cleats and gloves and sunglasses, things like that. Things that these guys absolutely need. Uh, a nutritionist is expensive. A car, you know, to get around. Yeah, we've heard the horror stories of guys Sleeping in the in minor cars leagues and whatnot. That, uh, you know, don't you have to share? You know, six guys sharing a room somewhere, and that the meals are fast food or worse. Uh, you know, just a slice of bread and some peanut butter before the game is yeah. all is all they have because they can't they can't afford it because they're making not making much as a minor <laughs> leader if they didn't get drafted in the first round or two and sign one of those big bonus deals or weren't one of the top international prospects who signed a big bonus like Ethan Salas that signing bonus is as you said might just be you know a couple thousand bucks yeah. 10,000 bucks that goes nowhere nowadays i mean that doesn't cover you know, four or five months of rent somewhere, you know, for and you've got to figure out how to survive on that and a very meager minor league salary at that point while trying to advance and right. stay healthy and compete and um, find a way to get all that stuff. It's it's there's a lot that goes into it, man, uh, certainly. And, you know, it, it, it's 
it's kind of the job of the agent too. Like I've, uh, you know, you know, pretty close with John Boggs and I've heard, you know, the money that they lay out then for some of their guys that never make it. I mean, that never make it. And it's, it's constant. It's, I need bats. I need shoes. I need more shoes. I need, I need gear. I need shorts. Can you call this guy? I need this. I need this. And that's all coming out of the agent's pocketed. And, you know, the hope is one day they sign that big contract and they get a percentage of what they make. Now there is a, um, there's obviously a fine line here. The guys who are the best prospects, the Ethan Salases of the world, they shouldn't need this type Correct. of thing because they, they got the big money. So you got to kind of find the guys who were overlooked a little bit or burst out on the scene in their first like pro year. Like they weren't, they weren't much heralded in the draft or as an international signing, but all of a sudden, they get down to the uh, you know the Dominican League or the Arizona Fall something like that and they're like oh open some eyes breakout yeah like you said there's t- number seven prospects yeah. so uh, I mean it does and that's why it always kind of surprised me that that Tatis did agree to that deal I mean he wasn't a big bonus baby he type wasn't. signing he just you know he had a dad who played in the big leagues who you know would probably be more financially stable than some other families but on his own Tatis didn't get. He wasn't, you know, a, a huge international signing by the White Sox. He's promising, but I, I don't remember exactly what he signed for. But it wasn't an, an exorbitant amount of money when when he got signed by the White Sox. Yeah, interesting stuff, though, man. Interesting stuff. Seven hundred thousand is that what, or is that a different answer? I'm just seeing seven hundred k in the chat. So yeah, so Jeff says, oh, there we go. What happens if you invest in a prospect? They get the contract turned into Wander Franco. That's a that's terrible. If the Rays void that contract, you still get money from the original contract he signed. If he gets paid, you get 10% pre-tax. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> I stuff. I mean, as he gets paid, you get paid yeah. going forward, would be my guess, is how that works. So, It's a fascinating concept. It is. Uh, the website is finleet.com, F-I-N-L-E-T-E. People asking in the chat, I believe. All right. Well, uh, we learned something new every day. Every day. And that was uh, that was an interesting conversation here on a Friday. Uh, we're already at two hours I like in. interesting conversations. I like interesting too. conversations also. We all do. That's what we're here for, for the most part. Yeah. All right. We got uh, two hours to go. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, our Tier 1 tour continues. The Detroit Tigers Next team on our checklist. We're about halfway, a little over halfway through now already. Uh, counting yeah. our way down, yeah. Um, we're going to be heading west and then uh, wrapping up our Tier 1 tour here in about a week and a half. So getting close to the end, getting close to the start of the season. Sammy Levitt should join us from uh, spring training. Sammy Spring Training is going to be with us. Uh, see what uh, they're talking about today <laughs> at the Peoria Sports Complex. Rindle Report. Uh, take us all the way home to Annie and Elston at 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, we will be right back with more Ben and Woods. Stick around on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. 
Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. Friday, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Thanks so much for being here. Looks like a stunning, stunning day out there. Look forward to uh, to getting through the rest of this one. Two hours left to go. Good day for a barrio luncheon outdoors. A great. Oh, is it outdoors? Oh, yes, it's outdoors. Ooh, going to be a little toasty. Do you have a, a sport coat? I do. Okay. In the car, I have a sport coat. Okay. Same one that you had in Puria, no, the, the navy one. blue one? No. What one color is the, this one? This one is uh, a lighter blue. Ooh, with okay. Some... some Stripes. Oh, oh. Yeah. why didn't you wear it in? Uh, because we're inside doing a radio show, and there's no need to wear a sport coat on Ben and Woods right. in the morning. Uh, if you say so, I wanted to see the whole package. That's, it's, it's kind of a spring sort of jacket, I would say. Like seersucker? Like, yeah, a little, a little seersucker Did you Not, get this yeah. the, at the Eric Gruppner collection? It is very, it's the Eric it's Gruppner very collection. It's, you go it's my, it can you go down and get it, please? It's my most Gruppner-esque jacket, please I will go say that. I want to see the whole package, we'll see at the man. The show. Uh, we'll take pictures at okay, the, yeah. we'll take pictures at the I Mario, Mario lunch, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we will post them, so you'll see me. I'm looking forward to as many stories as you can get out of your Mario luncheon. So I, I've, had, I've had to get dressed four out of five days this week. You Not have, fancy, dude, but, yes. you know, shoes, socks. You know, you go out to spring training. I can't do my normal flip-flops and shorts every single day. I'm glad so. you did. We, we all dressed up a little bit A lot bit of dressing there. this week has been kind of difficult. It's been a long week. I mean, it's Friday. We started Sunday. Yeah. Got in the car, what, around 1230. Six-hour drive. <laughs> drove all the way to Peoria. Long days on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Come right back, do a show yesterday. Great show yesterday. And now we're just trying to still, like, it's still this same week. It that really we're is. in Peoria. This week is still going on here on a Friday. 
Friday. Nobody's going to feel uh, bad for us. So it was it was an incredible, incredible, incredible week out there. Uh, so much fun getting to talk to the guys, and it does it, it boosts your spirits a little bit, and um, you know gets you more excited for the season. At least it did for me, and I, I, I'm really rooting for a lot of these guys. I mean, all of them. They're, everybody we talked to was incredible, incredible. From Brett Sullivan to Tom Cosgrove to Manny Machado, I thought everybody did a great, great job. Uh, their mic holding abilities notwithstanding, uh, we'll work on that in the future. Maybe get them the headset mic where it's just right in front of their face. They don't have to do a damn thing. They can just sit there. Uh, and I think that may be... I that think may at least be... the mic stand. Just removing them holding the well, microphone. So hold on. If it's on a stand, they're going to lean back from it. I mean, yeah. if, we, if we really make the big time, we hire a key grip whose job is to actually <laughs> hold the microphone and keep moving it to keep the right Bo. distance in front of their face. Bo would do He would do it for 10 seconds, <laughs> then he would pitch an absolute fit and walk away. <laughs> he's really in the he's really in the fit pitching mode. And where if you don't do exactly what he wants when he wants it, he's it's done. You're done for. He pouts and throws a fit. Oh, it's very challenging. Yeah. Where would he possibly get that? His mother. From? Definitely oh, his mother. Yeah. 100% his mother. 1,000% Hannah. Yeah. 1,000%. Really? I never. Me? Really? You never. Don't, you don't like to have things the right, no, your own way, I, the way you like them? I'm so easy. Never been known to pitch a fit, had things so, not go no, the way I, that you like them to go? I am so laissez-faire, carpe diem, just chill, <laughs> man. Everything's cool, dude. I'm good. I'm as laid back. I'm laid back in the cut right now. Just having a great time. <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. Oh. Everything's good. My heart rate never goes up. My blood pressure never goes up. Ever. <laughs> never, ever, ever. So I do wonder where he gets that from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, the executive Are you producer. F- kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> hear that a lot around my house. Uh, ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor and spirit of the Barrio <clears throat> Luncheon. Uh, say the phone number twice. I don't say it twice, dude. I say <laughs> it once. Oh, my God. I didn't know what I said. Put the other one on. That, there is no other one. That's oh. it. The other one? Listen, man. What we heard was you on the horn. Bro, I don't give a what you heard. I'm sending you what was said. Yeah, where could Bo have possibly got? I got no idea. <laughs> I have literally, literally, no idea. Are you f- kidding me? <laughs> that's our guy. That's that's your guy. <laughs> Whew. It's weird to hear that back because I'm so different now. Yeah, that was so man. many years ago. <laughs> uh, therapy has really helped me a lot, uh, and and continues to. <laughs> It's a different, different guy back then. I had a really bad day that day. I, and I told you, I had to tail between my legs after the show, walk into my boss's office and sit down. He goes, what's the matter? And I go, um, I have to tell you something. <laughs> what? And I said, well, I got into a, a verbal altercation with a listener today. You know Tell, tell the whole story. Oh, if, if somebody didn't, this is an old one, but it's been a while we, we didn't since get we've to shared this one. Thursday that's for sure. That's true. I say tell the whole story. We'll play the whole phone call. If I remember correctly, we were giving away iPads, mm-hmm. right? And our boss, good at, prize, good, really good prize. Our boss at the time, uh, we had this whole iPads from space bit that we were doing. So I would have to do a video of like. 
Hey, it's Woodsy. Check out this iPad from space. It's so cool. Make sure you sign up. It's from space. You know how I am. You were a little cynical because you knew the iPads did not actually come from space. They <laughs> yeah. came from Best Buy. From Best Buy. <laughs> and and so, you know, it was a cool thing. We had 15 names a day. and We'd read, okay, at, at, at 7.15, Ben Higgins from Encinitas. You're on the clock. You got 9 minutes, 49 seconds. Tell like our back. biggest fan contest right. we did recently. You call me back here at uh, FM 94.9. So I would get that, uh, and then I would start the clock, man. I, I knew when I read it, and I'd start the clock. So this guy called well after the time and said that he called in in time. That was the first thing. He goes, I called in. You didn't answer. I go, buddy. When I read the name, I sit here and rot for nine minutes, 49 seconds, most of the time for 10 to 15 minutes. But I got to, you know, I got to keep it fair. You can't call in 19 minutes after and win the prize. You got to call in within the first. It's not fair to the other contestants. Correct. You got to call in within the first nine minutes, 49 seconds to get your iPad. And we started going back and forth. Then he said I didn't say the number. Then he said I said the number twice. Something. I can't remember. Now, his motivation is obviously he wants an iPad. So he's trying to come up with all, any and all. Uh, any excuses. loophole, any way that he can still qualify and win his iPad. So I was recording. I record all the, the callers that come in so that I can edit that audio, play it back on the air. Like, <laughs> hey, Paul Rindle just called in. Paulie, you're the winner of a new iPad. Oh, hell yeah, What's man. The praise the pay. I love you, man. You're the best. Yeah. And and then you play that into the next Capital City song and you call it a day and you're out. Well, this guy was arguing, and he kept arguing, and he kept arguing, and he kept arguing. And I said, buddy, I can go back and pull the audio of the time timestamp, everything. And he was not buying it. He just wouldn't relent. And I just started getting madder and madder and madder and madder. So what like, you hear is we played this audio on a po- my, like my if, buddy if Dan's podcast. Me, I feel like I just go... I totally get it, buddy. I wish I could give you the iPad. I, I'd be the same way that you are. I just can't do it, man. It's, I did. It's just not fair. I, all, I did all of that, and he would not <laughs> stop. And then he started calling me a liar, and it was then it was over. It was over. We have the whole right thing. there on the tape. Okay. Uh, it's you. right there. It's exactly what I said. It's exactly. after 10 minutes. I'm not lying, dude. I'm not trying to keep an iPad from you. I'm really not. You must have said it twice. You must have said no, it twice. No, I only always say it once. I only always say it once. I'm, man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, dude. It's right there. Send him audio. It's right there. Are you really going to tell me that you're going to listen to the audio and then tell me you heard something different? I didn't say it again. I do this every day. Oh, God. Every Meltdown. Day. Like, I know what I do. I know what I'm doing. Oh, my God, dude. You're listening to the audio. You're listening to it. We never heard. I'm sorry you didn't hear it, but that's it. Damn, dude. Dude, I only do it once. I only do it once. That's what you heard. Second one oh my God, dude! On the <laughs> There's not a second one. There's not a second one. I go right in it. Now, Dad, that was not on the. That what we heard. Are you out of your oh, mind? Well, Are you seriously no, out of your mind? Okay. Well, I recommend you. If you're gonna say it twice, say the phone number twice. I don't say it twice, dude. I say. <laughs> oh my God! I didn't know. You're hearing dude. what I said. You're hearing yeah, what I said. Put the other one on. That's, there is no other one. That's oh. it. The other one, this man, what we heard was you on the horn. Bro, I don't give a what you heard. I'm sending you what was said. Whatever you think you heard, I don't care. Damn, dude. Like, you're out of your mind. I give you the evidence. I'm giving you the evidence. That's what was said on the radio. 
<laughs> That's what was said. Like, are you kidding? I gave you what I said. I didn't say it again. Hey. <laughs> I wonder if that guy's a tier one now. I don't know. If you are, man, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a big derail uh, moment. I mean, I, it, when he said, I, 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 when I, I don't say it twice, dude. When I said. Customer relations pro Stephen Woods. <laughs> when I send you the audio and you have a chance to hear exactly what was said and then you call me back. I said, well, we didn't hear it. Well, I just sent it. I sent you. This is exactly what what went down. There's evidence of it. And you're still going to fight me on it. Oh, my God. That was fun. Whatever happened to the customer is always right. They're not. They're absolutely <laughs> not. They're not always right. You don't right. believe in that. Absolutely saying. not, dude. They're not always right. Woods you, thinks I'm right. Have you seen how customers act these days? They're Rarely are they right. Rarely are they right. So, uh, yeah, man, that was that was not my finest moment, but I one I can laugh at now, knowing that dude, I'm, I'm still capable of that a few times a year. Were you oh, worried yeah. about getting a poor Yelp review from that? Guy? Oh, I probably already had. I do not <laughs> go read Yelp reviews, my friend. I do. do not. we you have Yelp reviews? Yes, do they, and don't look. They at do them. Yelp reviews yeah, of radio shows. Don't, I had don't no look idea. Do not. They have Yelp reviews. You can go uh, like our podcast. Yes, once ratings. Every, every really? hour. No, don't look at them. I have never seen it on Spotify. Never seen any of this yeah. uh-uh. reviews yeah. are not good on online not people i mean it's where they that's where they feel strong so um yeah that 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 was that was not my finest day i went in i owned it to the boss played him the audio was like look man this is what happened now i'd screwed up before um i had to give away i had to give one guy like two ipads because i screwed up one time that was another time i had to walk in there and i, I don't know how that happened but i you know i one thing you know it's just like i try to teach my kids Man, if you if you screw up, just wear it. If they if he had found out about that call later, I would have been dead. If I had just slunk out, got to my car and went home <laughs> and the phone rang later, he'd be like, Are you out of your mind? Like what were you doing? And I'd be like, Oh, yeah, I should have told you. So I knew I have to wear this. I gotta walk in his office. I gotta come clean. I did. I didn't get any trouble. Uh, I think he might have ended up giving that clown an iPad anyway oh. down the road, but I didn't have to do it. I didn't have to apologize or the anything. squeaky wheel. Squeaky wheel. Gets the grease. Yeah, man. I, I hate that it's true, I, but it does happen a lot. And it's not. I, I, I disagree that the customer is always right. I really do. I think customers can be real jerks. I think the customer's rarely right. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, don't, I, I think that customers can be real jerks. It's just not uh, a great slogan for your company. Hey, the customer is rarely right. <laughs> Customer's rarely right. Doesn't make you want to walk into that store necessarily. No, I get it. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, but like the Yelp review people, they're the ones that just assume they're right. Correct. And you're not. My wife's a big Yelp review leader. I see. I'll go to DoorDash and get something from a restaurant and see Hannah N and her comment, and I'm like, hey, babe, again? She's like, it's. There's one, if you go get the frozen yogurt by my house, she's the first review, and you always <laughs> see her name. It kills me every single time. I do it when I, like, if I'm asked, like, hey, if you had a pleasant experience, yeah, sure. like, we'd love, it, it really does help us, and sometimes I'll say Google reviews or Yelp or whatever. I'd be, like, happy to do it, but I don't, I don't usually go out of my way to leave the review. Like, sometimes you order something on DoorDash, it'll automatically, like, click tell five you. stars and move on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, um... I'm not trying to ruin anyone's that Are guy... you enjoying this app right now? Will you leave a review? <laughs> no! no! I'll just give you some stars. No, I'm not going to. I, uh... If that guy is out there, then you listen to this show. Please call, call in. Call in. I would do... I'll apologize to you now. Great reunion. We'll have a reunion between Woods and that guy. That guy. He was so... It was so frustrating. 
so frustrating. Could you tell that I was very frustrated? Yeah. yeah. He's listening to the audio that I sent him and telling me there's different, that something else happened. So, Maybe he didn't understand. The I rules. don't give a what you heard. Clearly. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what you heard. I'm, I'm sending you what I said. It's right here. <laughs> Just pure, pure frustration. An exhaustion. Also, I was thinking. Call in. He thinks he just won the trip to Las Vegas for Take on Woods. I I also think I might have been over the um, been over the iPad bit. We've been doing it for about nine months. Are we ever going to move on to something else from space? Can you guys create a new video of you as and Hillary will be an alien, and then you steal the iPad and you're a Martian, and I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do it again. It's got very hard to be creative after a while. But, uh, yeah, that was Gaslighting 101 by that guy. That's exactly what that was. I mean, here it is. Here's the smoking gun. Now, this is a different one. This one is smoking. It's got your fingerprints on it. Mm-mm, that's not me. This is straight up gaslighting me, and I lost my mind. <laughs> Good pull, Pauly. I, uh, uh, I enjoy that every once in a while. Yeah. Just explaining deep dives in the Ben and Woods history. It makes me fun. sweat when I hear it, but I, I really, I'm not saying I'm immune to blow-ups like that these days, but they are way Way spaced out. I always think it makes me look good because I've managed to work with you for six years yeah, without major years. incidents. And we've so. never gotten a fight, never had a storm <laughs> out, never cursed at you or anything. Uh, and now my wife is tweeting out the episode of me on Wipeout. Oh. So this has just been a super fun morning. <laughs> Should we talk about some of the deaths in my family next on <laughs> Bennett Woods, some of the tragedies. Oh, you know, or the Detroit Tigers. One depressing story or true. the other That's true. on our Tier 1 tour. We'll get to How that. How dare she? Coming up, uh, let's take a quick timeout. We'll be back after a check of traffic. It's Bennett Woods on a Friday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. <laughs> The intro to our Tier 1 tour reminds me I may have to roll some R's today. Please don't. the spirit of the Mario Please. Lunch. And I've been practicing. Please don't do it. Please don't do it. It's just... Bri- bria. Bri- bria. It's going it hasn't gotten It better. hasn't gotten I'm literally trying. any better. All right. I'll avoid rolling any R's. If I practice anything that much for that I'm long... I think it would get better. Yeah. Like, Bo couldn't dribble, like, three weeks ago. He could not dribble a basketball. And he practiced, and he pra- now he's dribbling left hand, right hand. You just haven't, it just hasn't gotten any better. So don't bust it out. I think it could only be detrimental to What you. if I have to introduce someone who has a double R in their name? I don't, don't I have to try it? Mark, Mark Loretta. Mark only has one R in his last name. There's two T's. Ta-ta. Loretta. Mark Loretta. Loretta. Jeez, just be careful out there. Fair enough. All right. Uh, the Detroit <laughs> Tigers are today's team in our Tier 1 tour, coming off a season in which they went 78 and 84, finishing second in the American League Central. Second. They're a team on the rise. Just a very, very slow rise. Slow burn. They missed the playoffs for the last nine years. Uh, hired A.J. Hinch, still have him as their manager, trying to uh, get back to the postseason for the first time in a decade. And honestly, when you look at the Tigers, they have made 
They've made some nice moves. They've developed some young, good players like Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson. But when they went out and spent their big money, they spent it poorly. And Javi Baez Baez has not been a good free agent signing. He remains uh, in the middle of their infield and has just not produced the way that they would expect for the kind of money that they gave him. He's not even projected to hit near the top of their order. He's just basically a very expensive seven-hitter now for the Detroit Tigers, which is problematic for a team that doesn't doesn't spend huge in you know Detroit's not a small market it's a big market but never been a team that has uh spent the pants off of uh you know against their rivals yeah I mean they they, they spent some money years ago and they've they've let some they've let some guys go um from their you know some of their their bigger stars that they had years ago like Miggy and and oh no they added Miggy uh spent some money on him but what they're doing now is they're they're really going with the youth movement. Ben uh, Torkelson is a, projected to be a pr- really good player. They got him projected at 32 bombs this year. Uh, not a big high average guy, but he's going to play first base. They did do that extension with Colt Keith, who has never seen a pitch in the big leagues yet. Uh, extended him for I believe six years. Bought out some Fifth free round agent. draft pick, yep. but has risen up to become among their top prospects. He's expected uh, from everything I read uh, to to break camp with the team and be their starting second baseman. He's still learning the position uh, of second base as well. Uh, they did add Gio Urshela to play third base. He's got a really, really good glove. Um, you know, their starting pitcher, uh, starting pitching is is headlined by uh, Tarek, Tarek uh, Skubal. And they picked up Jack Flaherty, who's going to eat some innings for him. Kenta Maeda will eat some innings for him as well. No, it's no one that scares you. Nobody that really terrifies you. Uh, they got him projected at 80 and a half wins right now. I think I'd, I'd probably lean the under there, even though that division is always ripe for the taking. Um, it, it's going to need, they're going to need a lot of work. On the Detroit Tigers to have a losing record seems like a winning bet most years. Because yep. it has been yep, a winning bet has. most years on the Detroit Tigers. But that division is so mediocre. Someone's going to win it, and they're probably going to win it by having a slightly above 500 record. And I can't I can't promise you it's not the Tigers, because we already talked about the, the Guardians, and they aren't that exciting. I think the uh, Twins I mean, the twins have been the favorites. Twins but, probably run away with the division, uh, to be honest. But uh, what's you know. their, what's, uh, We'll get to the Twins, but what's their, I'm curious what their projection is. Oh, what the Twins are at? Yeah. Uh, be, Minnesota. They won 87 last year to win the division by nine games over the Tigers. 86 and a half. 86 and a half. So, yeah. You know, Twins have a down season. It ends up being a very wide open division for those teams. Yep. I mean, the Royals are still bad. The White Sox, I mean, the Royals have a chance to jump up this year. They've actually made some moves. To, I mean, but they only won 56 games last year, too. Which yeah, is nowhere not, to go but up. Not many. So, uh, we'll see. The Detroit Tigers... They were good in 1984. They really were. They were really good in 84. Good in 84. They did add uh, Mark Canna as well. Made man. the playoffs a couple of times in the early 2010s, yep. right? Had a couple of decent seasons when Miggy was in his prime. It's uh, it could be another rough go in in the Motor City. All you know, pan out and play well. You can dream on on the Tigers if you're a, a fan there in Detroit. All right, uh, we've got Sammy coming up. Do we know his schedule this morning? I got to check in with him, but I know, he is scheduled for now. I know he's already talked to one Luis Patino. He's in camp this morning at the Peoria Sports Complex, so we can hear what uh, the newest arrival to the San Diego Padres had to say this morning when Sammy Spring Training joins us from Peoria, Arizona. We'll get to that coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
And we told Sammy to take the afternoon off yesterday. We'll see if he listened to our advice. I know he's already hard at work this morning. Was in the clubhouse talking to Luis Patino, the newest arrival at Padres Spring Training Camp. Sammy Spring Training will join us right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So I'm not sure if Sammy was able to listen this morning because he was uh, hard at work, but I wanted to make sure he got the uh, the final conclusion of our expense reports at uh, spring training. Sam, not only did Adam approve every one of our charges, he got the uh, Airbnb host to cover all of our hotel rooms for the first night it's incredible. at the Hampton Inn. So Woodsy going to get reimbursed completely as well. It, it was a complete win. Adam has, uh, has like, jumped up three notches in esteem for all of us yeah, today. Yeah, no doubt. Wow. How about that? He's Mr. unreal. Adam Klug. He's coming unreal. through. He's, he's, nice job. He got that guy on the phone and and just just hammered him. And the guy said, I give up. Uncle, uncle, I'll, I'll pay for that. I'll also give you $1,000 to never call me again. And uh, <laughs> next year's stay is free. And He's also going to be filling in for you this year on Padres <laughs> Pre and Post. <laughs> yeah, if we need him, we now have free backup. Uh, Sammy, if you want to take the day off. Did you take the day off yesterday? Uh, no, I was here in the morning. I did not go to afternoon. the game, but I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was here in the morning. Did not go to the game in the afternoon, but did uh, knock out a, a couple of good things here around eleven thirty a.m. noon, and then wrap things up. So I did not go yesterday, but I did catch up on the highlights. Now you got so your. I feel like I was there. You got your pops in town. What did you guys do yesterday in the uh, Peoria area? Uh, yeah. So so yesterday, my dad uh, was at his hotel for the morning. He got some work done. Then we met up here at the complex. Went to Old Town Scottsdale, walked around. My dad had not been to uh, Scottsdale. He's really not been to Phoenix in 20-plus years. So went to Old Town Scottsdale, walked around a little bit, grabbed a nice lunch, had a nice time, drove back towards uh, the Peoria-Glendale part of town, and uh, then just sort of hung out at, at uh, the hotel, the Airbnb, and uh, had a, a late dinner. So very nice to have him here. He is a big baseball fan. He is uh, the reason I'm so into baseball. I mean, he was taking me to Shea Stadium as a baby, so it is good to have him here. And rumor has it that uh, he will be roaming the backfield here shortly. So, oh, I love uh, it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who. Uh, we'll see who Jeff Levitt gets to meet here uh, this morning. Maybe a few celebrities. We'll see. Well, Sam, why don't you get us caught up on what uh, Luis Patino had to say this morning upon his arrival? Or is he? Uh, I mean, is he at a, a point where he can compete if the Padres want him to, you know, potentially start games, or is he too far behind because of his visa issues? Yeah, well, well, he certainly seemed like he's been putting in a lot of work the last month, month and a half. Obviously, has been communicating with the Padres and Ruben Niebla, and he did not express that he felt very far behind. So, I guess that's good news. I think in reality, the team leaves for Korea in two weeks. And also, he's competing in a really, really crowded bullpen with a lot of quality arms, right? And uh, all those things can be true at once. So, no, he, he seems very confident with, with where he's at. It sounds like he'll follow a similar progression to Wandy Peralta, who arrived a handful of days ago and is appearing in his first Cactus League game today. But Patino was, was very happy with where he's at, and, and at least to him, uh, did not seem like, like he's all that far behind. So... Uh, obviously, they'll progress him forward, and, and we'll see when he potentially appears in the Cactus League game here in the next week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, you mentioned that, you know, obviously they're leaving for Korea in less than two weeks. But the point has been made, and, and I'm curious, Sammy, if you've heard anything talked about this. The battle for the last 
starting rotation spots doesn't necessarily end when the team gets on the plane to Korea because they're not going to need yeah. a, a fourth and a fifth starter for those games, and they might not need a, a fifth starter even for the first like week of the season. So the Padres potentially can put off that decision and, and see how guys do in the exhibition games in Korea, the exhibition games against the Mariners after they get back, maybe even another side session. So while, yes, the, the season starts soon, the final battle for the rotation could go on for another like month here. Yeah, I, I've heard pretty much the, the same thing. Um, and obviously it makes a lot of sense because you don't need those starting pitchers until the last week of March, potentially first week of April. So they can take their time. Now how they decide to utilize their pitchers really as a whole during those two games in Korea, it's going to be fascinating, right? Because you're going to have potentially your starting pitchers not built up all the way to where they'd normally be. And obviously you have to be prepared for any scenario there in Korea, guys struggling, guys having to come out earlier than you would like them to. So the way they utilize everybody, I think is, is going to be really interesting, including their starting pitchers. And, you know, the bottom line is this as well. I mean, they, they've got to get guys their work in as they prepare for the, you know, the real course of the season beginning on March 28th. But you're right, Ben. I mean, it certainly seems like they're in no rush to speed things along. And I, I would highly doubt that we leave Peoria knowing who exactly are those fourth and fifth starters. It would seem unlikely just because, again, they don't have to make that decision. And the reality is, when they leave for Korea, they're still almost two weeks away. In fact, they're a little bit over two weeks away from opening day. So why would you have to have to even make that call or, or finish your evaluation process? So it does seem that way, yes. So we are uh, talking to spring training Sammy here on Ben and Woods this morning. we got a couple of lineups out today, Sammy. We've got the, yep. uh, the split squad. Uh, I would say it's probably pretty fair to say A team, B team, right? Uh, Let me guess. The A team gets to stay in Peoria. The B team has to go to Maryville. Am you're, I right? You're absolutely I right, right uh, Ben. The Angels will come into the uh, Peoria Sports Complex, and they'll be facing a lineup of Tatis Jr., Bogarts, Crony, Campy, Kim, Profar, uh, Eggy at third, Sugar in center with the A team, and newest mm -hmm. Padre, uh, Tim LoCastro, will be the DH yeah. uh, and hit in the, uh, the nine slot. And then over in uh, against the uh, Brewers, Marcy in left, Merrill in center, Mercado in right, Higgy behind the dish, Cal Mitchell, Matt Batten, Tyler Wade, Mortarella, and then uh, Mason McCoy at short with Iriarte on the bump. So uh, I would, yeah, I don't know that you can read much into it other than Sugar getting reps with the first team and, and as a center fielder and Merrill getting reps with the second right. team as a center fielder. Yeah, I, I think it's a good point. And before I get to Merrill in center and Marcin left, because they, I have a couple of thoughts on that, but uh, Manny Machado, not in either lineup. And I did ask Mike Schilt about that today, just wondering, because I, I think typically based on what's happened here the last week, week and a half, today would have been a day Manny would be yep. in one of these lineups. And Mike Schilt said it's an extra day, part of his progression. And, um, you know, seems like just sort of a decision to, to not only – uh, give him a day away from playing in the games. But it was interesting. Mike Schultz talked about how, you know, essentially there, there's an argument to be made, not that the, the game at bats aren't important, but Manny doing some other work, more at bats, uh, more volume than having to recover from that 
you know, can, can sometimes be a little bit more valuable than going in and taking, you know, two, three at bats in one of these games. So sounds like just the part of his progression extra day, nothing to that, but I did want to ask the question because I, I did kind of raise my eyebrows a little bit when I saw Manny, not in either yeah. of these lineups. So all, it seems like all, all good on that front, just part of the recovery progression for Manny Machado from what we understand this morning. Um, as far as the, the other two, Look, it is it is interesting. We're seeing Jackson Merrill in center field the third time in a row that he's been in the lineup playing the field. I think it's notable. To your point, Woodsy, Jose Zocar also in center field. But, I mean, look, Jacob Marcy, if you go look at it, uh, did not play left field very much in his minor league career. In fact, I think I looked earlier, it's two appearances in left field. So they continue to try guys out in different spots, and, and there does appear to be a pretty concerted effort to play Jackson Merrill in center field. And, and look, for a guy who was playing left field the first couple of Cactus League games, now he's played center three times in a row. I mean, I, I don't want to read too much into it, but let's see what the coming days bring. Is he continually out there in center field? You would think for somebody that has very limited outfield experience, where he does get those reps in the outfield could potentially say something. So continue to keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, having the Zocar in center, no surprise. I, I don't think you can read too much into, you know, oh, a, a Zocar is at home and Merrill's on the road. I mean, that quite honestly, maybe, and I didn't ask Mike Schultz about this, but that quite honestly may be something where, look, Jose Zocar has uh, some, some major league service time, sure. right? So Mer- Merrill's going on the road. It it makes sense to me, honestly. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, interesting notes today with the lineup, and, and that was the update on Manny as well. It's a good observation, Sammy, because Mike Schilt can downplay all he wants and say we're going to move Jackson Merrill around, see how he is. When you move Jacob Marcy, who is a center fielder, out of his position yes. so Jackson Merrill can play that position, yeah. that is telling. It is also telling that even though Mike Schilt has said we're going to get Jackson Merrill in the infield, you'll see him at – Short and second. I don't feel like we've seen him at all, at least in a game no. there. Yeah, maybe they, backfields. They are ramping up even more and more Jackson Merrill to the outfield and more and more to Jackson Merrill to center field seemingly every single day. They they may not say right. it out loud, but their actions have spo- spoken louder than words. They're preparing Jackson Merrill, and they don't have to decide yet, but they are preparing for him to be the center fielder for the San Diego Padres in 2024. I feel comfortable saying that based on my observations so far this spring. Yeah, again, I I don't want to read all the way into it, like make some grand proclamation, but Ben, to your point, uh, your eyes don't lie to you. I mean, playing three straight, well, not three straight games, but three straight starts defensively in center field, I think does say something, and by the way, just mentioning the Jacob Marcy part of it, again, he does not have much experience in left. So similarly there, you're putting him in left, and that is somebody who at this moment with the roster the way it is, um, is competing for, for a spot on this team and potentially a spot in this outfield. So is that something to read into at all that, uh, you know, you're, you're working him out in some different spots? So. Again, uh, we're taking it day by day here. It's just such a unique scenario because they leave for Korea in under two weeks and there are so many young players competing for spots and there's this looming question of, of whether there could be an addition or two made 
to this roster before we get out of here. It is uh, all the equation right now for sure. Sammy, the guy who will be pitching in that game uh, against Milwaukee is Jairo Iriarte. And yeah. he's looked very impressive. I didn't. I got to see one bullpen session while we were there. The The talk has been pretty glowing. What are you hearing? What do you know and can share with us about Jairo Iriarte? Yeah, I mean, what I can share is that they are really, really high on him. And he's also underwent a physical transformation. He's bigger than he was a year ago. His fastball since I think when he was in spring training last year has upticked in velocity. And you can see it. I mean, I saw it in the live BPs, and, and now he's obviously appeared in Cactus League games. He's got some wicked movement on a lot of these pitches, and, and it's somebody they're really, really high on. Um, it's on my to-do list to talk to him. I've got some notes written down and some things I want to talk to him about. But what we do know is they're really high on him. He's obviously very highly touted. He's also young. Um, and we'll see. I mean, he's obviously been very impressive so far, you know, when he was throwing the live BPs back there, you know, it, it did hop into my mind uh, earlier in spring training of, you know, if this guy really impresses, what's to say that he couldn't either grab a spot somewhere on this roster or, or be a part of the equation at least fairly early in the year, or certainly at some point um, of the season. He is somebody who went to double A San Antonio last year. So he's already at double A and we shall see, but no doubt Ben, somebody they're high on, somebody that's talented, somebody that physically has grown quite a bit um, and has his velocity is uptick. So everything is pointing up in the direction of Jairo Uriarte. You know, I think maybe it's it's probably a little far-fetched that, that he would be an option on your opening day roster, but uh, crazier things have happened. And if we're learning anything this spring, it's that the Padres do seem – very ready to, uh, you know, to, to move a lot of these relatively young prospects up. So we shall see. But somebody they're, they're very, very high on, no doubt. And on my to-do list to uh, to sit with him and uh, talk to him about some stuff. Sammy, any buzz out there about a six-foot-five left-handed pitcher, J.B. and Sandridge? I've seen huh. uh, a couple people tweeting about him. His, his line's yeah. been pretty impressive. Two games. Two innings, five Ks. So it's yeah. a big, tall lefty. I've seen, like I said, a couple of people tweeting about him. I went and looked looked him up this yeah. morning, and uh, they signed him to a minor league contract uh, back in November. Kind of went under the radar. Um, well, I guess he was with the the Chihuahuas last year. Okay, uh, yeah. So yeah. It, just kind of an, an under the radar guy. But I'm like I said, I'm seeing a little buzz about him. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you ask about him. I talked to him today for a little bit, and I'll tell you what he's. You know, a tall, big left-hander, number one. And he's somebody who has a really fascinating story. He, is, he, in fact, he made me realize something today that I never knew. And that is that there is apparently an NCAA rule that you can go, there are cases where you can go pitch in college after pitching at the professional level. Um, so, and I want to make, I want to make sure I get this right on Sandridge. So just let me pull up my notes on him real quick. Hold on. This is live radio. No worries. You know how we You're on the right show. Let me, let me, let me pull up my notes. So I make sure that I tell the story accurately. I but did see this, this though as well. Him. Yeah. He went back to college yeah. after being going yeah. to the pros, which is very unusual. Right. So, 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 so the interesting story with Sandridge, okay. We, I was talking to him today, drafted out of high school by the Orioles, spent a couple of years in that system. Then he ends up getting released by the Orioles in 
May of 2020 due to COVID cuts. So then he actually ended up going to back to school to Division II Lynn University in Florida. Didn't even get approved to play until a few weeks into, into the college baseball season. They approved him to play, ends up playing there. He's on his way to play summer ball and then gets a call that he's been signed by the Reds in the summer of 2021. Um, so he's a pretty interesting story. He's obviously still uh, very young. And, and I'll tell you this, because I looked it up a little bit last night. I mean, a lot of his numbers in the minor leagues have been pretty good. So um, he's somebody to keep an eye on, right? I mean, I don't know that he's, you know, grabbing a spot in the bullpen uh, from the outset here. But as we know, of course, and we've talked about it, um, you need guys to come out up, up throughout a season. Uh, absolutely. So He's somebody to keep in mind, and like I said, a very interesting, very unusual story. And, and obviously the Cactus League performance so far has been good. Yeah, very good. Sammy, I appreciate it as always. Have a great weekend, and then uh, your final full week in Peoria coming up. And, yeah, and buddy. the finish line is ahead. Thank you, Sammy. All right. Thanks, guys. Sammy Spring Training, Sam Levitt joining us in all of his appearances, presented by your San Diego County Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Keep in mind as well, when it comes to a guy – like Sandridge, you know, with options who can come up and down. Padres need guys like that. Yeah, with Iriarte, one big difference between him and, say, Robbie Snelling or Drew Thorpe, both guys, you know, all with double-A experience last year, Iriarte is already on the 40-man roster. They had to put him there to protect him from the Rule 5 draft. Yep. That gives the Padres a little more flexibility. If they wanted to use Iriarte early in the season, they don't have to take someone else off a 40-man roster. If they wanted Snelling up, then they're going to have to drop someone off somewhere. So Iriarte has just a slight built-in advantage. It may be why we're seeing him get maybe just a, a slightly bigger opportunity, and he's been running with it so far at spring training for the Padres. Yeah, the other guy that's interesting to me is uh, the guy that we we acquired from the Cubs, Jeremiah Estrada. Uh, he has also looked good this spring. So I, I there's a there's look there's a, a bevy of of young arms down there that I'm excited about. But I like gonna, a bevy is a good word. bevy is a great word. Bevy. Uh, it's going to be fun to see who makes this squad. It just is, and I, I know you know I know that there's a, a a massive want for additional players. I'm I'm right there with you guys, but uh, I'm excited about what what is to come. Paul Rindle has a bevy of stories to get to in the Rindle Report. Well, three. I don't know. Is three is a bevy? I think so. No, maybe not. There's a couple Bevy's is two. probably more. Like, a few is three. three. A bevy is probably six. more. We'll be short of a bevy, but we will have Paul in the Rindle Report. Something about Willy Wonka that I'm interested <laughs> Unreal. in. Unreal. Coming up next here on 97.3 The Fan. We can talk about it now. We can talk about it now. We can. I mean, I haven't taken. You know, I have not taken any vacation yet this year. Yep, that's true. Very good. I had sick day last week. But yeah. That's not vacation. It's not, it was definitely not a vacation. You're taking a day off next week. Next week, I'll Before be off. Before I've taken, I'll be one. off one day. In fact, this is your second vacation this year, isn't it? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> doesn't sound like me. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you. But <laughs> I've got my first one planned now in uh, late April. So you just hit us I'm with just, the two days you're going to be out. Yeah, a Thursday and a Friday. Yeah, in April. And then you said, I also might need to leave 30 minutes early. Depends on whether I'm driving or flying. Well, you said you were driving to Vegas. Fly. If I'm flying, I may still need to leave early, depending on when the flight leaves. Watch you book your flight for noon, and then you don't have to. I don't get to pick when the flights leave. They don't. You literally leave when they leave. They don't just, you know that when you book a flight, they don't call you and say, you're leaving at 
10. Yeah, but if you I'm to supposed choose. to be you there, to pick. if I'm There's supposed to be there by like four, right? I have to leave at a flight that gets me there in time. It's so, a one hour flight. Right. So, so if you if, left at noon, you'd be there by one. If there is a noon flight, I haven't even checked yet. What if there's a, a like a 11 a.m. flight and then not one until 3.30? That's not going to 11 a.m. flight. It's not going to happen. And so I might have to leave a little early. Why would you, a grown 48-year-old man, dr- choose to drive to Las Vegas when you can get on a flight for $69? Well, uh, Scott wanted to leave his clubs. He's coming to town this month. He was going to leave the clubs so I could transport them all in, in your my car. car. As opposed to flying now with two sets of golf clubs, which is not great flying. It's I mean, not. it depends on how much time it's going to save me or not. That drive is you don't like that one, but if it's a, if I, I'm it's, going on a Wednesday during the day, I don't think it would be that bad. And then driving back on on possibly Saturday night when everyone's in Vegas, and no one's never again. Vegas. No one's driving on Saturday I'm night. Adult. Though never. You just got to pick the right time. I'm never I mean, doing. Don't, it. Never. Yeah, don't come back on Sunday afternoon at like a twelve o'clock checkout time. Yes, the drive back from toward Los Angeles and San Diego is going to be a nightmare if you go then. So you can't do that. And you can like you're driving Friday afternoon from. You know, San Diego to Vegas. Yes, it's going to be horrific. But Wednesday morning might not be so bad. That's why I haven't decided completely yet. All right. Final report. Let's get to it. Headlines. And get things started here with our... Edition, today's edition of the Rindel Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindel Report with Paul Rindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a all right. All right. Happy Friday, gentlemen. Happy Friday, Pauly. All right. We will start off a uh, little college basketball news. Yes. Yesterday, Caitlin Clark announced on uh, her social media accounts that she will be finishing her college career after this season and uh, heading back to or heading to the WNBA draft. She could come back to Iowa with the fifth year COVID year rule, but okay. she wants to just make that jump. Sure. Um, so she's, she's already ready. scored more points yeah. than anybody in the history of uh, women's college basketball. My guess is Safe pick. you probably can go pro and expect to be the number one overall pick. I saw uh, Darren Ravel getting dragged. Just got crushed yesterday. Because he alluded to her NIL money and all of the sponsorships that she has received this year and and in the years past, and she is by far the face of women's (laughs) college basketball right now. And uh, he said... Women's basketball, actually... Entirely, I, she may be yeah. more popular than, than any WNBA most player. WNBA yeah. players, and uh, he said something like, "Translation to the headline of her leaving college, uh, taking a seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar pay cut or something like that. She's been making about eight hundred thousand dollars in NIL money, and the minimum salary in the WNBA is much less. It's a fraction of that, and everyone's like." Bro, she's going to get plenty of endorsements still as a WNBA star. She's not going to give up her uh, endorsements when she becomes a pro. That's not how endorsements work. Right. Yeah. When you become a pro, you usually even get more endorsements. He got killed. I mean, he got community noted uh, yesterday on Twitter. (laughs) I mean, that's that's when you know that you are dead. 
He got he got absolutely crushed. I think for good reason. Now, who knows their cat, uh, who knows their geography here in the United States? Is Indiana close to Iowa? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, guess who has the number one pick in the WNBA draft? It's the Indiana Fever. So she could be staying right very close to home. It's a no-brainer for them. First pick, uh, and and will be the the face of that franchise certainly, and oh, yeah. potentially the entire league. She's I a, believe those states actually border each other, touch right. each other, yeah. yeah, touching, touchy, touchy. Yep. All right, we're gonna move on to a uh, a story here. Ben, ben has been. All right. How long has it been? Well, that he's so been, hold on. This, this is a very good transition from the story you just told to this story. So picture. I'm dehydrated. I've just thrown up. And we're in the car on the drive home. I'm in the back seat. And it's bouncing up and down. These guys are talking about every menu item they've ever tried. Ever. And I'm just, all I'm trying to do is focus on not throwing up in this beautiful loner car from Manny Sedano Ford. And I'm laying back there. And Ben turns his head. He goes, I've got a great story. And I go, oh, yeah? What is it? And you laid it on me. And all I heard was... I was like, oh, yeah, all right, sounds good. And then this morning he said, I want to do this story so badly. So I wasn't ignoring you. I just felt like ass. I know. That's I know. why. I know. So I, I want you to explain it again and why you're so well, high Colin, on this. You want me to do it or do you I'll want to do kinda, it? I'll set it okay, up you and set let it you up, explain. And then, I'm, I'm still sifting through this story as well. But you sent it over from Yahoo Sports. And it's a story about something that the professional women's hockey league, the P. WHL is doing. Okay, PWHL. But it it has to do with uh, drafts, draft lotteries, and I think the story here is could this be something that the NFL, the NBA, MLB could possibly adopt? So they announced a new draft format this week where basically, so it says the team that wins the most after being eliminated from the playoffs will get the best pick. So, traditionally, the draft lottery works. That the team that finishes in dead last has the highest odds of getting the number one draft pick. Right. Right? That's how it's traditionally worked. So, now, let's say there's there's 16 teams in the league. Top eight make the playoffs. Once you are eliminated from playoff contention... It's like the clock then starts running. You're at a new you. competition now. You're you're and now you going then, for the number one pick in the draft. You're not tanking, but instead pick. of trying to lose to get that oh, pick, you, you are trying to win. win. So you are you will not win pick. and make the playoffs by some miracle. You've been eliminated, but if you then can rally and continue to compete and and actually win some games and finish with the best record of all of the, the eliminated teams. So this is you'll this, get the first pick. I found this intriguing. It's called the Gold Plan. It was proposed by statistician Adam Gold at the Sloan Analytics Conference more than ten years ago. Can we all acknowledge that? Pretty much every professional sport has a tanking problem now. 100%. Whether or not you have a draft lottery, teams will go, I don't care. I just want the best odds I can to get the number one pick. There's a stud. There's a Wemby coming out. You just, there's no reason to win games when you know you're at the end of the season and you can't make the playoffs. So why would you want to win games? And that's a problem for the league because you're still playing other teams that are fighting for the playoffs and they're going up against teams that don't care it's not good for fans so how do you solve that problem other than saying you know there's no draft lottery it's just completely random but then you end up not reward you know the bad teams just stay bad forever you don't want that so what is genius i think about this plan is that 
Obviously, it makes teams continue to try to win at the end of the season. But the worst team, the one that gets eliminated first, will also still have a better chance because they have more games left to try to amass, like, win points. Like, you know, you get three points for a win in hockey. So if you get eliminated with 20 games to go, you've got 20 games to start trying points as possible. Now, a team that gets eliminated on the last day of the season they don't have a chance to uh, accumulate those points. But if you just go on a 20-game losing streak you at the end of the year, all season long. Yeah, you, you're, you're not going to be rewarded for that. You're going to be punished for that. So you absolutely have to try to win games as hard as possible once you've been eliminated because you want that number one pick good in idea. the draft. No, I think it's a good it's, idea, man. It's a very clever, interesting idea that I think is good for fans, good for leagues and organizations, and ones they, they should be watching this PWH L closely, because if it works for them, why wouldn't baseball and basketball and football implement something like this going forward? That's a good idea. And uh, just as an aside, Illinois uh, is between Indiana, Indiana and Iowa. And There's Iowa. all those eyes. They're yeah, so idiots. That's why I asked you. Yeah, you're right. Illinois is right in between them. <laughs> it's hard. I get it. It's the Midwest. It's all jumbled together. I, I thought Illinois was on the other side in my mind. I can. I, was, I can. I drove to Iowa. And I can't remember but you're right. it was from Illinois, Illinois you or Indiana. Right, you go right through Iowa and then up into Michigan on the left side no. of Illinois. No. You can go I up don't Minnesota, Michigan, Minnesota, Michigan. Uh, Minnesota no, you go Michigan, Illinois, straight up, straight up from Michigan. Michigan. No, Indiana, too. But there's a but Lake Michigan is on the right side of Illinois there because Chicago is in Illinois. It is. And on the right of Chicago is the lake. I've been there. You've been there, too. Uh, yeah, I lived there. And that goes right up to Michigan, Lake Michigan. <laughs> Didn't Woods live there? Somebody's Jeter says the check. Yes, I lived there. I've never lived there. There is an entire so state I, I separating. I lived in Indiana Why do they and start Illinois. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was not great. <laughs> All right. Finally, we will move on. Uh, oh, if boy. you have not been living under a rock over the last few days, uh, somewhere on social media, somewhere on the Internet, you have probably seen something about Willy Wonka and a Willy Wonka... Like immersion, immersive experience. experience. Yeah, and yeah. it's gone completely awry. That sounds it's, amazing. You go and you get the chocolate river, yes. and you, you eat get the, the, the minty grass, the, the gum that turns into a full dinner, and everything. To lick the wallpaper. Oh yeah. Sit on the absolutely the snozberries taste like snozberries. It uh, essentially is it was not done properly. This is in, in Glasgow. Glasgow? Yes. Glasgow. That's in Scotland. I know I that. I have seen it described as Firefest for children. Firefest for, for kids. <laughs> so the whole idea, I guess, was kind of generated by AI. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about AI over the last you know couple of years, and if, I, don't, I don't like the direction that we're heading. I don't either. And if you saw the, the posters and the, the website, you'd go, oh, my God, I've got to get in. i got to get my kid, my wife would have bought four <laughs> tickets to this and dragged my ass there on Climb a Saturday. Like you would not, maybe, let's say it was at Del Mar. Okay. Okay. Much like the uh, dinosaur experience I've been to twice in Del Mar. Leaves a little bit uh, to be desired. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, but it's in a big warehouse. Can't really turn it into a big jungle, it, you know? It, but it this one looking like the worst haunted house. Looks like our Airbnb is what it looked like. It's, it's, Polly. You're po- playing some video on our stream. I saw, like, a striped background and a mime of some sort. They essentially <laughs> just did, like, poster boards like, <laughs> on the wall. No effort, no resources into this whatsoever. And people <laughs> were rightly 
furious. Furious. And it's just it it, it went viral. And again, <laughs> like the the. I mean, it's card tables. It's yeah. All of the promotions made it look like it's this is going to be not immersive fun. at all. This is going to be like some experience you'd see in Las Vegas or something. No, it was just like it looks like the worst haunted house with just non-paid actors like helping out. Printed, just screw, like like it looks like poster boards on ta- like tacked to the wall. Kids walking around. It's bare. I mean, it's bare. It's the bare minimum. By the way, uh, you know they they. All these kids, you know what they got for their effort? They got two jelly beans. Two. <laughs> two jelly beans. Two. Police were called, by the way. People were so insane. It's not Willy Wonka and the jelly bean factory. It's Willy Wonka. It's the chocolate yeah, factory. Children were promised a wild ride through Candyland and were given a handful of jelly beans. Jelly and beans. A quarter cup of lemonade. Yeah, quarter cup of lemonade. <laughs> it's a couple of jelly beans and be on your way. There's this fantasy bridge they're walking over, which. It's kind of over a little cardboard chocolate river. It was a, one less, of the, maybe like six feet less, total. Less than magical is what uh, one parent <laughs> called it. It says here, uh, one of the performers spoke to The Independent about playing the role of Willy Wonka for the event. He described the script that he received as 15 pages of AI-generated gibberish. Yep, just pounded it out on AI, just put it in there, served it up. Uh, the, there was $44 a ticket, so... For me and the fam to go, that's what one sixty six, somewhere around there. Is that right? If my math is correct, one hundred sixty six bucks. Get dragged out there on a Saturday, <laughs> two jelly beans apiece. Uh, there was a half inflated bouncy house out there. <laughs> there was also at one point I showed my kids this last night. There was a guy that was like a murderer's zombie that came out from behind a mirror that was like with a painted silver face. I don't either. I don't remember that in the book or the movie. We are in the process right now. I do a chapter a night with Bowen Taylor reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and I showed them this last night. They died. We also learned this morning though that our very own Paul Rindle is directly related somehow to Grandpa (laughs) Joe (laughs) from the original movie Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Grandpa Factory. Joe, that sack of ass. Yeah, <laughs> just the just laying in bed all laying day. Laying in a bed with three other elderly people. It's I the can, most disgusting. I can smell those scenes when that movie is on. Charlie has to get up delivering papers at four a.m. for a nickel just yeah. to get some cabbage water, <laughs> cabbage soup, and bread. And you know that they really treat ourselves with this loaf of bread. There's cabbage juice all over that And then all of a sudden, the golden ticket arrives, and Grandpa Joe's like, hello, my baby. Hello, well, my baby. Jumps out of bed. Like, hey, man, couldn't you have I been... a golden ticket. <laughs> Can you, couldn't you have been... If you have this much energy, couldn't you have been helping Do us... somersault ...the entire way? Yeah. He just lays his ass Grandpa in the bed. Grandpa Joe sucks. All right, so how do you... So... How are you related? The actor that played Grandpa Joe... In the original. In the original 1970s movie... Yep. Was that one is Charlie and the Chocolate Charlie Factory? Charlie and the Chocolate Wonka. Or Willy Wonka. Wonka. I thought okay. it was Charlie and the Chocolate No, that was the That's Johnny Depp one. Like, oh, I, okay. I get him confused. So his name is uh, Jack Albertson. And my... Shout out to his family. I've just got to imagine at this point. Yeah, he's got to... Shout out to his family. <laughs> Shout out to me. Uh, right? That's right. Paulie, it's his family. <laughs> so Jack Albertson was his name. My father's mother, my grandmother on my father's side, her maiden name is Albertson. So she was directly related to him, and so no. And you're sure? Do you also no. own a supermarket? You're not chain? sure you share the same name. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done the twenty three and me, but <laughs> well, like my last name's Woods. I'm not. I think I'm related to Tiger Woods. 
Jack Albertson. Paul oh, Rindle. I, I didn't ask no, him. No, they've gone further than just the same name. I mean, you're he not He was born related. in 1907. He died in 1981, uh, nine years before I was born. So I didn't have a chance to confirm with him that we are, in fact, related. I'm just going off of the... There's, uh, there's the family trees, Family lore. Is it, is it a family story that, you, that like, is shared? Yeah, I was told, you know, before my dad walked out when I was 11. <laughs> It'd be a weird thing to lie about. Back to back. I, is it, would it be, though? Grant, the actor who played Grandpa Joe? <laughs> it's not like you said, it's you not know. the biggest flex ever. So, so. if I recall, so my uh, my grandfather's last name was Parker. And Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie Parker. Bonnie Parker. I have heard. I've never done the, the 23andMe either. Uh, I, he, I think he spun that yarn that he was related to Bonnie Parker. Down south, may, I mean, See, it's yeah, Bonnie potential. and Clyde, like that's a cool lie. Even Megan says she doesn't think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> He's Albertson. I'm Albertson. We must be related. Turns out you're actually related to Grandma Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rather be related to like the guy that came up with Albertson's grocery store. Hundred percent. Get that Albertson's money. Right. Can you? Will you please? Uh, can you do a twenty three and Me? Because I'd like to know. Would you? I don't. Does that actually determine anything? If he didn't yeah, do one, though, like a family tree. You need like genealogists to do research and go back, family history records, go to the library. Yeah, what if twenty three like and me work? That will give you like, your genetic his, background. But, but his relatives have, can do it, and they're related, and Paul's connected to them. I think it does work. Well, yeah, I mean, that you're, works. You're going to have to find direct descendants of Jack <laughs> Albertson, the actor, right? And then if ancestry dot com. And then find out, yeah, that that's, uh, they do research like that. I think do it and then just expense it. And Adam said he'll, <laughs> which be is happy all just putting you into content. the giant database so they can keep track right. on you for the rest of your life. Right? So, like yeah. they don't. I'm not already, a conspiracy. They don't already do that through your phones and stuff. Yeah. Again, I, it's why not, not just have your DNA? Megan says she must be related to Rich Gannon because her last name is Gannon. <laughs> maybe, maybe you never know. I no wonder that. her football takes are so Again, spot on. <laughs> it's an old myth, I I'm think. defending the dad I haven't spoken to in years, but it's not like he said, yeah, your grandmother's maiden name was Ruth. You're related to Babe Ruth. Polly, he can't hurt you anymore, okay? He can't, you've, you've made that decision. He uh. cannot hurt you anymore. <laughs> Meg, Rich Gannon. <laughs> All right, uh, good job, Polly. We're Excellent. a little bit late. We'll take a time out. When we come back, we have one more Padres spring training ticket package to give away. Chance to qualify for the flyaway hotel stay vacation in the next couple of weeks to Peoria, Arizona. And I want to answer one of the questions we got in the chat about Peoria, Arizona as well. Coming up next, after a check of traffic, Ben Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Sour Ben Woods is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. About to give away some... Two more tickets to Peoria Sports Complex Baseball Spring Training and a possible chance to win the flyaway trip. Saw in our chat, uh, Guzinator going to spring training. He said, hey, Ben Woods, what are some cool things to do while I'm here in Peoria with my nine-year-old other than explicit? <laughs> and the, yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go there. The tough answer is there's... There's not a ton. Sure, there is. There, well, there's that indoor adventure park. Well, so there's that that's one. That's right by this Peoria Sports Complex. I haven't been in there. I have. I took both. Uh, oh, you there. did go. Yeah, in there. it was okay. fun as hell. That was fun. Okay. Yeah, it was really cool. And then we just saw the one when we went. Bring to Bring your own Lysol. 
Bring your own Lysol. For sure. Hand wipes, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, but we just went to that place for lunch. What's it called? Chompies? Oh, that's right. The, the arcade so, and bowling alley so, was there in the uh, Arrowhead Mall. Arrowhead Mall. It's really close to the facility as well. There's a delicious uh, deli that we murdered two days in a row. Uh, but right next to that is this big-ass arcade slash bowling alley. So you're not gonna, there's no shortage of things to eat and do in Peoria. There's I, also a Top Golf that's pretty close. Uh, I don't know if a nine-year-old would be into that. Uh, explicit. <laughs> I mean, it's there. I don't know if they'll let them in. Uh, but you can leave them in the car and go for a while. There's lots of balls, if they like malls, and movie oh, theaters. Oh, balls. No, malls. Oh. I, thought I, heard, I heard balls. I, now, I took my, I think my son was nine the first time I took him. We went together. And they, they're they very excited to go to the backfields and see it, but only for like eight minutes. And then they get kind of bored with it, and they want to go back to the hotel pool. My, uh, the when, problem is, is that the hotel pools in Peoria not are not great. No. They're just basically sitting in the parking lot with a iron grated fence around them and a couple of lounge chairs. They're I, not the resort, lazy river, wave machine type pools that you kind of like on vacation. No, it's it's not. Uh, my son last year when we brought him to spring training for you know he showed up for what a couple hours to hang with us <laughs> with my wife and um, after about an hour he's like, I go what. And he goes, um, I'm bored. And I go, you just met Manny Machado. You just met Juan Soto. You just met Josh Hader. You just got dapped up by Joe Musgrove. And uh, Crony's coming by. And I start listing. And he goes, yeah, uh, I want waffles. And I want to go back to the hotel and get waffles. And I go, can you give oh me, God. like, give me, I need to finish my job. And I want to go to the backfields for a minute. We go to the backfields. Crony's taking grounders. Hey, Bo, throws him a ball. And he's like, cool, all right, about those waffles. <laughs> I was like, you little turd. Dude. To be completely fair, we were, we, were, we were just there. We got to talk to people like Manny Machado and Joe Musgrove. After the show, we'd go out to the backfields. And after about 45 minutes, we're going, yeah, you want to go get lunch? We were we, hungry. I, <laughs> hungry. He was too, to I guess. Go get lunch. So we just leave. And it's like, we were right there. We got to go on the field. We were standing there. It was very cool. And eventually, after about 45 minutes, we go, <laughs> You want to go get lunch? Let's go get lunch. Polly photoshopped himself uh, standing next to his great, great, allegedly <laughs> his great, Joe. great grandpa. <laughs> grandpa Joe. It's on our Twitter. You do, there is a bit of a resemblance. There is a resemblance. I can see it. There's some forehead similarity. Take off your hat. I think there's, yeah, you've got Grandpa Joe forehead there. <laughs> I mean, if your eyebrows were just a little whiter and bushier and you grew that mustache out a little bit more. I can see it. I can see the resemblance, actually. Yeah, I can see it, too. Ancestry.com. Yeah, I'd like you to do it, though. Jack (laughs) Albertson, Paulie's great-great-great-uncle or whoever Grandpa, maybe. Might be. I see that. I can see it, too. (laughs) All right, it's time to uh, give away a pair of tickets to your home team in a spring training game at the Peoria Sports Complex and qualify for the last time, I believe, for the grand prize flyaway trip for two, including spring training tickets, a Southwest gift card, and a one-night hotel stay made possible by the Peoria Sports Complex. Visit PeoriaBaseball.com. Be the fourth caller right now, 833-288-0973. Fourth caller, 833-288-0973. Uh, we'll get you the tickets and put you into the grand prize drawing, which I, I would assume you'll get the news in the next couple of days. Yeah, you because, be flying out soon. Yeah, there's only a couple uh, week and a half left of spring training. <laughs> So it's an impromptu trip, as it were. Probably next weekend would be my guess if you do win. So call now, 833-288-0973. Come back, wrap things up, finish a very epic week 
Just like review everything we did this week. I just ran out of gas just now. <laughs> on the Better Woods program <laughs> on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Congratulations to Julian. Wins our final pair of tickets to the uh, Peoria Sports Complex and gets his name into the drawing coming up uh, briefly, momentarily, for the flyaway to Arizona to catch a, a spring training game coming up. And, uh, yeah, we had a great week here, Woods. It's been a... It was a long week, but it was a really good week. Yeah, I had a great time. I had a great time. I always have fun out at spring training talking to the guys. I think it went really, really well. Some fun content, too. Just some, some interesting stories that happened out there. It's never a dull moment. I, and I wonder, do I want a dull spring training trip where we drive out no problem, you know, don't almost die on the way as we did, almost got hit by right. a car Wrong way driver wrong on the way, 85. Wrong way highway. driver on the highway. Uh, and then, you know, do we ever, are we ever going to have a normal check-in to a nice Airbnb? Everything runs smoothly. I will say, from the minute we set foot on the complex, everything went great. I mean, it couldn't have gone better. Oh, best trip ever when it came to, like, the content yeah. and everything that we did while we were there. And there's a couple of guys, Other you know, than not bringing a pop-up tent, yeah, which Adam need, told us we should have done and we didn't. And we will next year for sure. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of guys I feel like, you know, we we left a little bit on the table. We didn't get a chance to sit down with, with Fernando, uh, which we will try to do this year, certainly. And Xander would have been another one. <laughs> I, was actually, I was actually rehearsing in my mind the... Question I was going to ask Xander Bogarts. Hey, would you like to talk about your move to second base, <laughs> Xander? Because it's just, it's just been, he's been inundated with that question. And it, it's kind of gone away uh, as he's played out there a little I'm bit. I'm fine he's, not talking to Xander right now because, and not, like, he is a fine individual. Yeah. And he's a good interview. I like Xander he is Bogarts a, good interview. a lot. He is. He was great when we had him on last year. He was talking about, like, he was waiting for us to ask him the hard questions like they prepped him for in Boston with Boston sports. We're like, Dude, no, we aren't. That's not us. We're gonna have some fun. Like, he's a good, he's a fun interview, but it's like, man, with this position change, I don't want to take away from your preparation even one like small bit. Yeah, like, just, just let him do his go thing. Go do your thing, man. We'll talk so to you later. I want you both to answer this question after our traffic check. Professional highlight of the week, personal highlight of the week for you. I'll go first just to get us started right after our last check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. So for me, uh, and this is the easy answer, but professional highlight this week was sitting down with Manny Machado and getting that that kind of interview with him. And and I'm not going to give us credit for it. It was all Manny wanting to be a little bit more forthcoming than maybe he's been in previous interviews, a little more candid, a little more uh, vulnerable. The word of the week with Jake Cronenworth and kind of addressing things without us even bringing them up, really, just addressing what happened last year. And, uh, you know, getting into this season and what's been going on in Peoria, thought Manny was outstanding, felt really excited for our, our audience, especially uh, with that interview with Manny Machado. I thought it was it was great. I know that's the easy answer, but it really did stand out for me during our trip. Sure. Yeah, that's, I think that would probably be mine as well. I, I loved them all. I really did. I thought uh, all the uh, all the guys did a really, really great job. Um, you know, Paulie did a great job making sure everything got sent out and, and the quality of the the quality of the the work. I think I was very, very proud of. Un, under the radar, getting to know a couple of the guys that we hadn't. Uh, Jose Azoko, yeah. Brett Sullivan was a big one. Stephen Wilson, that was fun. There were he a lot of amazing, really good conversations with guys that we really hadn't had a chance to to get to know. But was it Stephen Wilson or? Cosgrove or King, one of them, they just started showing us all their different grips on a baseball. That was that was, uh, that was Stephen that was Wilson. Stephen Wilson. Yeah. I was like, I could sit there and cool. just watch that for hours. Yeah, like, that was, I love that. Was killer. That. 
Uh, personally, uh, and I don't know, this is half professional and half personal, but getting to have dinner in a casual setting with the manager of the Padres and getting to pick his brain, letting him pick our brain a little bit, establishing a, a relationship early on in his tenure and kind of just understanding where he's coming from. Not, you know, not not because we don't want to or going to have to criticize him at some point. We are. We told him, of course we are. There's going to be, it's part of our job, there's going to be some critiques and criticism, and you won't agree with it always. But to have that understanding kind of from the, the outset uh, was something that I've never really had before, and I thought it was incredibly fun and valuable and a good experience to to sit down with Mike Schilt that way. That's yeah, no question. Professional. That's professional. <laughs> that's, that's definitely professional. Yeah. Well, then personal having you, Darvish, wear a Ben Wood shirt. I think that's also was, professional. Was kind of cool. But that was that was very cool. I, I, you know, mine is is the the quality of the work, and then I'm excited, man. T ball starts tomorrow. That's uh, the personal personal side. Uh, getting everything dialed in and getting all the kids ready. We got to practice tonight. I love I love coaching. I do. I love it. Um, to to help these kids, you know, fall in love with the game of baseball is just my favorite thing to do. And I forget just how exhausted I am after every t-ball practice. It is cat wrangling at its finest. And I uh, I have a lot of passion out there because um, I'm very passionate about the game and I love these kids. I got a great team. You're uh, at that stage where weekends can sometimes be even more exhausting than the week. This weekend's going to be gnarly, but I'm I'm so into it. I mean, you got another game on Sunday? Uh, yeah, so we... Tier one oh, game? yeah, so I wanted to let you guys know we do have a uh, Tier 1 game. It is at Vista Sports Park, Ooh. and it's going to be at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Vista Sports Park, if we win, donate $100 to the Peter Seidler Foundation. Tier 1's need to get back on track. Uh, lost last week. And, what are uh, the odds makers saying about this one? Ooh, I, I think uh, the team we're playing, we're both 1-1, one and one, and I think we both lost last weekend. So uh, one of our Tier 1's, Hunter, uh, is all, often in the chat. Hunter Smith, this is his team, so we'll be playing those guys. Um, so, yeah, 9 a.m. at uh, Vista Sports Park. I'll uh, be, be running it back again. i got a Seals game Saturday. You're going to want to be at that game. If you want to see Ben Higgins play goalie, uh, that's what I can say. Sealslax.com. Get your tickets. You will be in goal at halftime. Are you nervous? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I, as we get closer to it, I thought, yeah, no big deal. There's pads. There's everything. As we get closer, I'm starting to feel kind of queasy about the whole thing. Which, that's what makes for great content. But what if I get hurt? I don't want to get hurt. You're I know there's a lot of pads, but hurt. the ball, you have, there's, you have the, where's the ball? Here. It's it's very, I mean, this thing is hard. This you want me to not, throw it at you and see how it feels? No. That's, I don't have any pads on. So you'll have pads on. It, but I feel like it might hurt even with the pads on. No, it's, it's not going to hurt with the pads on. They're very like thick. arms. You have pa- arm pads all the way down? All the way down. These guys. Sh- what if it hits me like right in the wrist? Well, now like, the only thing I'm worried about like, is your, your boys. But if you get a cup, if you I'll come out there without I'll a cup, cup, that's no, on that's you. That's on me. I'll get a cup. But I mean, like this just, this doing that just hurts. And like, and that's. One mile an hour, and they you they can fire it in Again, pretty fast. It's not going to be Westberg and Dane Doby. I get out that. There. It's going to be a tier one. I get that. Yeah, it's going to be a tier but one, tier one sticks, or two. There's a lot of um, angular, angular crack. There's a lot of angular velocity oh. coming off of those sticks, and I'm just starting to get a little nervous because this is, I mean, this is hard. It is hard. This is not a tennis ball. No. Can we do it with tennis balls? Can we do it with foam balls? Nope. We have to do it with real lacrosse balls. Real real balls, the whole deal. Like, is there pads everywhere, though? 
Yeah, you'll be you'll be padded up. I know I'll be padded up, but like, what about like the forearm? Could Charisma I said my, my forearm. I mean, for funsies, you should have Westberg take a shot. No. That might kill you. Yeah, you're going to look like Dorn from Major League when it's all done. I mean, I all hope if they're arms. really professionals, they'd be good enough that they could hit the goal and not me. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Hey, I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't flinch. Stand in I'm there. A Stand flincher. on your head. I'm going to turn around and, like, the back will be facing. Is there pads on the back for the guy who flinches and turns around when the ball's coming at him? No. no. That's the problem. Don't flinch. I can't not flinch. You Don't know me. Flinch. I can't you just, not I flinch. Just you you are seven flinch. feet away. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. You're, I think you're going to look good. I think you're going to look like Do a, they have emergency medical yeah, there's, personnel there's, standing there's by? There's EMT there. Don't dome yourself out about it. Starting to get worried. <laughs> Just embrace it. You're going to be great. I wasn't nervous yesterday. Why, why is today now I'm nervous about this? Now, I'll be honest with you. When you were 40 or 50 pounds heavier, that might you might have been better. It's more goal. padding. It's more know. padding. You're a little, you're thin and lean now. You're like our goalie, Chris Origlieri. He's very thin and athletic and lean. So can I have? Is there fine. like a shield that you can have? Like a big, this big stick? Like they have like riot gear? You think they, they wear a glove? Giant like riot gear plexiglass shield that you just great. put in front of you? You're gonna be great. Yeah, step up, get the angles. You know, if they're coming from this side, move over, turn your body to get the angle, or move farther away. <laughs> To not have the angle. If you run, if you just turn tail and run into the down the thing, I'm gonna lose my mind. I really wasn't worried until I remembered how hard. hard these oh, yeah. lacrosse balls oh, are. Oh yeah, they're not. There's no. There's no give on these. They're not ra- racket balls. They're not tennis balls. No. I mean, I can't believe they actually do this. This is da- these are dangerous <laughs> balls. Why would they have a sport with such dangerous balls? They're awesome. I mean, this is harder than a baseball. No. Oh yeah, no. They're, they're these, these give a little bit. Feel you push what? It. Yeah, they give. Well, so do a ba- so does a baseball. You're fine. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. I'm actually jealous, man. I've always wanted to put the gear on, but I gotta work. Otherwise, I would do it because I gotta go work the second half. Oh, you know what? Let's turn this around. I'll grab the microphone. We'll at the last, like midway through the second quarter. I'll come down. I'll pound on the glass. I'll do everything. Listen, I, we'll put you in the gear and get you out on the ice. Listen, or you, the rink, you're or the not carpet or the whatever. Ice, it is. The rink. There's the ice carpet. underneath the carpet. I, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but you couldn't do what I do in there. I'm sorry. That's there's one. That's, I, could, I wouldn't do it as well. But that's I could what I'm do saying. It. No, you could do it. I know. I wouldn't take a ball to the face somehow. There's yeah. a big face shield, right? Mask. Yes. Like going to be, you're going to go, This that was awesome. Does it wrap all the way around like a yeah. helmet? Yeah. I bet you, you're going to look for rec box lacrosse leagues to play goalie in after this is done. This could be the next thing. You're going to be great, man. Ben Franco. Yeah, do it. I don't, I don't think I like this. No, you be. Which you'd is be unusual fun. for me because I like pretty much everything. Yeah. But I don't like this. Well, we'll see. Let's judge it on Monday. Well, fine. Well, maybe on Monday we'll have something I like. Fox lacrosse goalie. <laughs> but until I don't think I can say that yet. I can say that about other things, though. Let's wrap up the week. Here we go. I like good juicy sweet strawberries. I like a good marching band. I like a good thin pancake. I like a Nickelback song or two. I pizza like a barbecue too. chicken pizza. 
I really like those seats. They're, I like a midnight buffet. I kind of like the smell of soft scrub. I like more of a small derriere. I like cake. I like Ed Sheeran. I like both a hamburger and a cheeseburger. I like clocks. I like how I've kind of set up my life. I like grasshopper pie. Oh, no, I like it creamy. I like good, firm banana. I like just looking out at the sea. I like eating. I like moist. I like curry. I like big butts. I like fried Brussels sprouts. I like more of a firm filling. I like corn. I like Nordstrom. I do like musicals. I like pepperoni. I like nice hotels. I like Nick getting a start today. I like nuts. I like Steph Curry. I like that song. I like Squirt. I like Saki. I like San Diego State. I like uh, Straight Up, Paul Abdul. I like the beef and broccoli. I like to mix it up. I like science experiments. I like that song. I like the crispiness of the waffle. I really like cheese. I like the little lunch meat. I like very straight lines. I like cannelloni. I like a well-crafted headline. I like brown sugar. I like maps. I'll say I like Justin Turner. I like going to golf games. I like diving into chores. I like sugar. I do like Butterfinger. I like blue and silver are not bad colors. I like the time change. I like Major League Baseball's new rule. I like the radio. I like geography. I like the knuckle method. I like Skippy. And I like pie. I like Bob Melvin. I really do. I like Jace Tingler, too. I like this day. I like being right. I still do like movie scores. I like good food. I like maps. I like when interviews can turn into organic conversation. I do like a Sofer's French bread pizza. I like having the wind go through my hair. I think I like shows that the characters have an arc. I like the full lettuce, tomato, onion experience as well. I like those kind of burgers. I like that big overflowing bag of fries. I like those little Smarties rolls. I liked what I saw from Seth Lugo. I liked his competitive fire. I like walking around between the different lands. Steve Kerr, though, I like that. I like living on the coast. I like watching Tiger still. I like the idea of that matchup. I liked what I saw in the preseason. I like the aloneness sometimes of Texas Hold'em. I like watching San Diego State basketball. I like those cashew-buttered cashews. I like cold, clear sake. I will clarify as well. I like sugar a little more than I did at this time last week after sitting down with him. Brandon says, I like the idea of Ben going between the pipes and goal. And, uh, you know, I I like Bob Melvin. I like Jay Stingler, too. I like Mike Schilt. I like Mike Schilt after this week. No doubt about it. So Elisa says, I like Ben watching his I like segments. It really is delightful to watch him like all the things that he likes. It's really great. Really, really great. I like liking things. Oh, it's fantastic stuff, man. Mm. All right. Um, I like that we're done for the week. Me and we get to and turn things over to Annie and Elston, who will be coming up next. Uh, we will be back on Monday morning at 6 a.m. Final full week of spring training for the Padres. And then it's a little half week and off to Korea they go for the first two, two games against the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're getting closer. We have... Um, we're working on it. Working on plans. Working on something a little special. For both uh, opening day in Korea and opening day in San Diego at Petco Park. We that one looks really solid. Can't announce anything yet, but both should be uh, pretty good if everything comes together. If it in all the next, works. Uh, in the next few days, maybe even an announcement next week. Don't forget, it's uh, Ben and Woods night at the Seals game tomorrow night. Come. All, child, all children matter. And all childs all matter. Child, child, matter. All children matter. Chil- children matter nights. Paulie matters. He did a great job all week long hey, as our executive producer. Give me Paul, baby. For Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your week, weekend, and whatever else. You're on 97.3. <laughs>
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.